welcome to uh. <laughs> one of these days I'm gonna get, one of these days I'm gonna get the intro right on the first on the first try it's not okay good luck Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Otherwise known as the Super NES, or SNES, or SNES, or Super Famicom. I, I fucked it up. You fucked it up. I keep saying Famicom. It's Famicom okay. with an M. What? Okay. What is it's, it's a contraction of family computer. In this case, a super family computer. I'm kind of glad that that didn't make it over to America. I'm kind of glad we got Super Nintendo. Eh, I'd go either way. Yeah. Um, it's all good. Yeah. So, uh, first, we have, a, we have a lot of news uh, and updates that we would like to go through at the top of this episode. First off, uh, we have a lot of uh, corrections to make. Uh, I, ten- I said a lot of uh, wrong... <laughs> information and so I'd like to uh, correct myself uh, I said that it was Malin that looks like Mario uh, because they both start with an M uh, that's not true Malin is the young female uh, it's his daughter that's Talon's daughter right. Talon is the character who looks like Mario as well as Taryn from uh Link's Awakening is the one that looks like Mario. Yeah, uh, not they're Mary. very close to the same character. So yeah. uh, just, they both have M names, so I got them mixed up. And that is my bad. Sorry, Zelda, and I apologize to the listener. You know what, we'll do, we'll do a Zelda episode one of these days, and uh, we'll try to get, get our shit straight. Sure, definitely. Um, also, another thing that I messed up on is... Um, when I was talking about the Xbox One backwards compatibility during our E3 episode, uh, turns out they the discs from the original first original Xbox are backwards compatible. So by first new... Xbox, you mean Xbox One? No, for... I mean I mean Xbox the OG, just Xbox, not Xbox One. Xbox One, the first one. Okay, the first one, <laughs> the discs are backwards compatible with the new one. How many the, of them? The new Xbox. Yes, the new. What's that Nintendo, one called? It's called the new Nintendo Xbox One S X Tricky, and no. Oh boy. Um, but those are kind of those are the two main faults of mine, and I just want to apologize and say that I'm sorry that uh, I'm a I'm a terrible Nintendo fan, and I didn't even have my Zelda facts straight. So again, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, All right, and I, I don't really make mistakes per se, but um, <clears throat> I did fail to mention uh, the Mario mask on the Happy Mask Salesman's mm-hmm. big old backpack uh, when we were talking about kind of Mario cameos in the Zelda world. 
Um, that's kind of a big one because just straight up Mario's face yeah. is one of the masks on the Happy Mask Salesman. Uh, so meant to mention that, kind of left it out. Um, and then just just speaking about uh, things that may not have made it into our Mario episode, um, we're going to revisit Mario at some point. Uh, Mario's just so expansive. It's such a big deal, and it's probably my favorite game franchise ever. Yeah. Uh, so we'll definitely talk about Mario uh, in other episodes. Uh, episode four for us was mostly about Mario lore. Yeah. And not necessarily like running down all the different games in the series. Um, it was more about the canon and the history of the franchise in its different forms like cartoons mm -hmm. and the movie and all that. Yeah, and I just want to say like... Um, we've gotten a lot of good feedback from listeners yeah. and stuff, so I just want to say, you know, thank you to you guys for, you know, listening to the episode and giving us, you know, feedback and stuff. I, I want to say that we were both pretty tired. Well, let's not make, let's not make excuses. Okay, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not making excuses. I just want to point out that we were, we were pretty tired and, like, me personally, I was kind of all over the place, uh, jumping from topic to topic, so... Uh, I appreciate y'all like sticking with it and like listening. So yeah. you know, thank you for that. We're um, we're podcast babies. Yeah, this, this so. is the fifth episode of our first podcast. So first of uh, yeah, we're 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 learning. Yeah, we're learning. Uh, um, and we're learning from you guys, the listeners, especially those of you who uh, tweet at us um, or or get in touch with us and let us know how it's going. Uh, I want to go ahead and throw out there right now. It uh, really will help us out if people rate us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, please. Like, I I don't want to sound like too desperate, but it, it really does help us to you know like, comment, subscribe, especially <laughs> on on iTunes. Uh, that gets us uh, up in the charts and yeah. it, it makes us more noticeable, and then it it makes it to where more people will see our podcast, and maybe we can get even more listeners. Uh, yeah. As time goes on, so. Um, if for whatever reason you haven't subscribed yet, uh, please subscribe. Uh, leave us a review. Um, yeah. Especially if you're gonna say something nice. Yeah. Same goes for the rating. If you uh, if you want to hit us with the five stars, you know that's ideal. Um, <clears throat> you know if that's how you feel. Yeah. I'm not asking yeah. you to lie, but <laughs> the the five star review. The main reason for it uh, is there's a lot of video game podcasts, mm -hmm. and a lot of podcasts show up if you search Nintendo. So, and, and ours does too. We're, we're out there. We've yeah. got, uh, you know, that wonderful uh, kind of cover art that Christina made for us. Yeah, it's at Art by Piece of Face. Just yeah. Just shout that out. Um, so, so we do pop up, but we're pretty far down the list. Mm -hmm. uh, those those five-star ratings, that would just move us up the list and make us, uh, you know, when somebody searches Nintendo, they would come across our show. Yeah. And that, that's all we're really, that's what we aspire to at this point. Yeah. Um, regardless, you know, I am so beyond like touched uh, from already from all the listeners that we like, you know, who have said like just really nice things about the show and, you know, uh, hope that you guys continue to stick around yep. and just keep on enjoying the show. Speaking of uh, like, comment, subscribe and, and all that uh, you know, new media <laughs> mess. Yeah. Uh, so I was listening to another gaming podcast and they're talking about Forbes put out a list of, uh, like the top gaming influencers in the world. Okay. So essentially um, like the most influential gamers uh, of 2017. Who, like who were they? Cause I didn't see this. I okay. Didn't... So 
the number one top most influential gamer is Markiplier. Uh, I'm gonna have to say I've never seen a Markiplier video. He's a YouTuber yeah. for anybody who doesn't he, know, although I guess most people know that. He has a lot of a lot of subscribers. I've actually he sure does. I actually have watched some of his videos. Okay, what's your give me a hot um, take. Okay. We want to dig into some Nintendo. Alright. So give but give me a quick hot take on the Markiplier. Okay, he man screams at a video game, his face is on the screen. Okay. Uh it's typically a horror video game that he's playing. Well is that um, isn't that the same as PewDiePie? Kinda the Even right play. down to the horror angle? I mean he doesn't just play horror games, like he also does a bunch of like other weird offshoot like things like he he's not just a let's he was mm. a let's player but he does more yeah uh other media now and it's to the point where people just like the the youtube yeah, personality he's just stuff. he's a youtube personality yeah. that people like they'll like. watch him like go to the store I, and stuff honestly like i mean i'm pretty like indifferent it's just like i watch some of his stuff and yeah. i was like ah, well. i heard he was like uh like a nicer guy though or yeah. something like PewDiePie's like you know kind of doing some Nazi stuff or whatever yeah um, I know that's complicated I, I'm just I'm, I'm half joking but also he probably shouldn't have mm, yeah. did that shit that he did but um you know and like whatever that one Game Grumps guy or former Game Grumps guy oh, was John, John Tron yeah, yeah like some of these guys are like I think it seems like a lot of them got their start uh kind of making like really juvenile like yeah middle school boy kind of like humor the land i guess the landscape as far as like their careers like uh -huh. it, even if it was just a, like a few years ago i think it was a little different yeah um, well well how does markiplier compare is he like more uh, he seems pretty nice he doesn't yell like racist like words or like it's not much to ask for <laughs> like he's pretty fine like, okay you know i don't think he okay. as far as i can tell he hasn't done anything problematic and if he has well i i don't yeah. know about it so all right i mean he seems and he's he's on tumblr and i think he yeah. interacts with his fans on tumblr, well, let me so. let me run through this list so. real quick and then we'll kind of move on sure sure because sure. I, I don't want to perseverate on uh youtubers yeah i don't really but, yeah that's but here but it is interesting um you know uh i guess it's part of like the gaming culture Right now. It's definitely so. getting in there. So here's the list. Okay. Um, and in this case, I'm just going to go uh, down down the line uh, in order. So Markiplier's at the top. Sure. PewDiePie, number two. Mm. Uh, everybody knows who that is. Yeah. Uh, the rest of them, you know, forgive me if I say some of these wrong. Uh, number three, Vanoss Gaming. Nice. Uh, number four, OMG, it's Firefox. Don't, don't, don't know who uh, that is. Number five... And there's three S's in a row here. Sniper Wolf. <laughs> SS Sniper Wolf. Uh, number six, uh, someone maybe needs medical attention. Jack Septic Eye. Oh, yeah. I've actually heard of him. He's kind of like... He, he's in, I think he lives in Ireland. Okay. And so he's just like... An cool, Irish that's very interesting. Here. Number seven, the Diamond Mine Cart. Um, I don't Number eight, Tom Castle. Cassell? Castle? Tom Castle. <laughs> Number nine, Sky Does Minecraft. <laughs> That's 
sorry. Forbes magazine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> lately there's been memes going around about like Minecraft let's players and stuff. And just, <laughs> I've just been seeing a lot of stuff. So anytime yeah. somebody mentions like a Minecraft like yeah. gamer, I I just have to chuckle a little bit because it's. These like weird like memes mm. that I've seen. There's like, there's uh, yeah. middle schoolers at my school who uh, stream Minecraft. Hey, I mean that's that's yeah. cool. Like, I'm not knocking anybody for doing it. It's just it the memes have yeah. made it funny for me. I so. honestly I had the sweetest experience with a kid uh, who's graduated from our school now, but uh, she uh, was like, "Can I show you my Minecraft or whatever?" She was like 12 or 13 and was like, "Can I show you my Minecraft?" something like on an iPad and sure. I was like yeah sure show me and she kind of like walked me through this really elaborate world that she created in Minecraft yeah um, and it was cool you know what like I respect that yeah that's sure. awesome yeah. and she was proud of it hey I, I'm not knocking yeah. anybody it's like so um, apparently so that, that's awesome yeah, maybe maybe Sky does Minecraft is, is a 13 year old who's really proud of her work hey, probably, probably not but yeah um, <laughs> And number 10 is Mari Takahashi. I have no clue who that is. So, there you go. There are your number 11, uh, Joseph Gray <laughs> from New Nintendo Podcast XL. He's a, he's a Let's Player now. Yeah, Let's Play. <laughs> we'll Woohoo! See. We'll see. Um, so, Breath of the Wild DLC, uh, The Master Trials, is actually coming out this week, this Friday, June 30th. Um, from what I remember, it is basically once you complete these, it's kind of like a gauntlet of like, it's like going through a shrine except for it keeps going and it's basically like this, this big like gauntlet that you go through and at the end of it, um, you power up your sword and then your sword is constantly at like, at the 60 power rather than 30. Is it, do we know much about how that's gonna technically work? Do you I just keep your powered up Master Sword think, forever after I, you can beat that? I wanna say it probably still breaks and you probably still have to wait the, the 10 minute. No way. Um, they didn't, they didn't the say. Point? They didn't say, That'd so be we really, don't know. It's, it's just, it's all speculation at this point. I'm excited, it's soon. Um, yeah, it's this. No, uh, some of the other stuff comes with it, right? Yes, like, like the, the, what's it, the Hero's Path? Yeah, the Hero's Path. I need that. Because um, there's places I haven't encountered. I only saw a bear in 170 hours of gameplay. I saw a bear once. Oh, wow. There's so much like still left that I probably haven't encountered. I can't wait to see what of the map I've covered. Yeah, and there's also there's the Korok mask to help you yep. find Koroks. I'm going to go hunt them down. Um, there I'm excited. is the those extra costumes, like the Tingle. Oh, I cannot wait to get the Tingle like costume. Fierce Deity and just a mm -hmm. couple other ones. And uh, so that, a Midna mask or helmet mm -hmm. or something. Yeah, yeah. All that is coming this Friday. Oh, it's uh, so exciting. So very, very, very soon. Yeah, I can't um, wait to play Breath of the Wild some more. Yeah, um, but aside from Breath of the Wild, there are a lot of Switch games and 3DS games just coming up. We kind of have the full schedule here, so we're probably just going to... Let's, let's run through them. Real quick. Yeah, just real quick. Um, so, upcoming for 2017, we got Rhyme sometime in the spring. I actually don't know anything about that. It just looks nice. So I put it on our list. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be, like, I think it's coming, like, real, real, real soon. Okay. The, I just saw spring yeah. for a date. I, I assume, I imagine it's it's coming, like, within the next week or two. Okay. We got Splatoon um, 2 coming up June Twenty first? No, that's that July. can't be right. Yeah, oh, I, I put June 
But it's coming July. Yeah, it's coming. It's, it's not coming, coming a few days ago. It's no. coming next month. <laughs> next month, um, we have Hey Pikmin for 3DS that comes out uh, July 28th. Are you gonna you gonna get that? I am not. I probably will not. That that might be one I I skip over as well. Yeah, I probably if it would have come when I was super into 3DS and Switch mm -hmm. wasn't out yet, I would have been more inclined to think about it. Sure. Uh, then we also have Metopia, which is uh, like a. It's for 3DS, and it's like an RPG game that you play with your Miis on your system. Uh, that comes July 28th. Now, I, is that something that you're I definitely would have got that, for sure, mm -hmm. pre-Switch. Now, it's a maybe, but probably not. Okay. Uh, then we have Sonic Mania. comes August 15th. Really, really 100% for sure I will be getting that the day it comes out. Yeah, that... Um, Last night we were watching trailers for it over oh, yeah. at a friend's house, and just like we got so jazzed about uh, that game, it looks so good. I'm excited mm -hmm. to play like the kind of updated like older yeah. levels as well as like check out the new ones. Um, Looking at that right now, uh, makes me want to just launch off into like a Sonic episode, mm -hmm. but that's that's in the works. Yeah, for for sure. So um, I'll hold my Sonic fandom in for right now. Uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle that comes out August 29th. These uh, are just back to back to back. Yeah, so they're just coming like it's a pretty meaty year for games. So like after that, uh, Metroid Samus Returns that comes out September 15th. So a month after Sonic Mania comes out, uh, Metroid Samus Returns for 3DS that comes out a month after that. Well, hey, are you getting Mario Rabbids? Oh wait, you don't have a switch. I don't have a switch, <laughs> so I guess I'm not. I will Are probably get it. I'll probably get it. I I might get it in the future. Don't find rabbits funny or charming. Yeah. But you know I love Mario. Yeah. And it looks, looks quality. Cool. Yeah. It looks like a good game. It's got so, that Nintendo polish. Yeah, I'd like to give it a try. And then Metroid Samus Returns is the game that makes me want to mess with my 3ds yeah. again um hey is that ever oasis game already out it is out now i, I saw previews for that and look neat uh, it's I either out or it's demo. coming out this week well i might i might grab the demo of that yeah they, they're starting with these games coming down the way yeah. in 2017 they might make me pop open my 3ds again i think you should because pokemon gold and silver uh are coming to 3ds on september 22nd oh best i have to believe i have to get silver. best version. believe i'm gonna get gold yeah like that's not even in, like yeah day one download like i'm going to play that you're right when red blue and yellow came out on 3ds virtual console yeah boy i got that and i replayed blue all the way through loved it played those uh named my pokemon uh, leveled them up, got them through the Elite Four, and then even transferred them through Pokemon Bank into my copy of Pokemon Moon. Mm -hmm. so. uh, next, we have Pokemon Tournament DX for Switch that also comes out the same day on September 22nd. Oh, my God. I I mean... My money. Even if I have a Switch by then, I'm... We could play that game when we get together with Nate and Andy and play... I think that would games. be cool. Yeah, I think that would be cool. I One don't of know us if, should get it. Yeah, I don't know if I want it i might get it i never played it on wii u it's i hear it's a great game i hear it's like really good and there's extra like new characters like it's, in this version it's tekken it's pokemon tekken uh-huh that's cool i like tekken so yeah i might might get that mario luigi superstar saga plus bowser's minions 3ds release I, of mario and luigi I, i'm gonna get it 
because yeah. I love Superstar Saga. I will say that the like charm kind of goes away a little bit because they the updated graph it's like the updated like why buy that things. why not just play it again on Game Boy Advance I I mean I could I just I want I don't you know Bowser's minions well I just want an excuse to play it again all right like play it with that's fine updated graphics. it's a good it's, it's just, a great game it's a great game regardless so I mean you know okay um October 27th Super Mario Odyssey Ooh, biggest release of the year yeah probably bigger than zelda like in terms of like what like release wise actually yeah it, no it definitely well, is because this is an actual switch game and yeah. a wii u port mm. <laughs> ah. uh, it's yeah they pulled they did a twilight princess on us again they did and it was wonderful yeah but. um so but yeah this is the game i am most excited for and i have just, to have it yeah um Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon comes out for 3DS on November 17th. I am going to get it because it's like an alternate story for the mm -hmm. Sun and Moon. And I typically get like the next version anyways. So. Yeah. I never did. I bought but didn't beat White 2. Mm -hmm. Pokemon White 2. It would probably be the same situation with this. Like I played Pokemon Moon and it was really good. Yeah. I don't know if I need to play it again like slightly redone. Like, I'm ready for the new Pokemon on Switch. Yeah. That's... Especially, by this time, I will have replayed Pokemon Silver on my 3DS. True. It might be Pokemon out. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. We'll so, see. Yeah, I do. I love yeah. I love Pokemon. Yeah, that might be one I get. I, I don't... I mean, I don't know if I'll get it right away, but... Oh, let me, let me ask you this real quick. What? So, who did you choose in Pokemon Sun and Moon? I already know, but... Uh, Rowlet. Rowlet. Okay, yeah. me too. Because the obvious yeah. choice. Best, a a best, ghost best owl. Best three. Oh, yeah, yes. Easily. Okay. If you're playing again, same three starters, you'd probably pick a different starter. Sure. I usually... Who's your new who's your starter in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon? Uh what was the cat one? The fire Litton. cat? Litton? I think yeah. that's who same. I go with. Same. Um yep. Poplio's fine. Mm, nah. I would yeah, Lit Litton is the the second best. Okay. A few more games that don't have specific dates attached to them yet mm -hmm. that that I've found. Uh, Stardew Valley, I'm really looking forward to. It. I've watched like several different people play, including including my girlfriend, and like just. I've never played a Harvest Moon game, and I've never played. Ugh, like, I'm so sick of you. For I've that. never played like any kind of like farming, like mm -hmm. life sim like that. Yeah. And this game just looks so damn good. It looks like, cool. I feel like I would have just a really good chill mm -hmm. time with it. And the fact that it's coming to Switch portable. and it's portable, yeah, um, and it's gonna have multiplayer, mm -hmm. so like that's, oh, that's really cool. cool. Definitely yeah. something I want to check out. Um, there's this game called Pocket Rumble. I've never heard of this. Like what? Okay, when they did uh, the Switch presentation before Switch was even out, they were showing a bunch of indie games that were gonna be on Switch. Sure. They're all out by now, mostly. Or they have release dates, at least. Yeah. This one was supposed to come in, like, the first round, and it missed its release date. Hmm. And then I haven't heard anything about it since then. I don't know if they, like, dropped the project or something screwed up. I know there's an article going around that's like, why Pocket Rumble missed its release date. But it's essentially, uh, it's a new game, an indie game, uh -huh. uh, with graphics and, like, a style that's based off those Neo Geo fighters. Yeah. But it's, like, a new one made in the in the spirit of those hmm. looks cool oh it'd, um, it'd be worth checking and out. i think it's out on like steam or something 
okay. already. All but right. the port to Switch, uh, it, it just didn't come out in time. Well. Uh, also, uh, coming out supposedly this year, uh, Elder Scrolls being released for the 15th time or so. Uh, this time, for Switch. First yeah. time on Nintendo. Um, I mean, I, I want it. I already said during the E3 episode that I want it. It's, yeah, I might want to so play it again. It gives me an excuse to play it, to play it again, so I'll just... Yeah. Just if you haven't played, if you're like a Nintendo owned. diehard yeah. who's never played an Elder Scrolls, well, Zelda might have given you what you really need. Mm-hmm. But honestly, Elder Scrolls is a cool series. It's very good. You should, you should check it out. It's good. It's just it's just old and it's been done too many times. Yeah, it's. But it's, it's a good game. The game, okay, the game came out in 2011, and it's been re re released several times. Mm-hmm. So like. I guess it's kind of like Minecraft, though. They just want it to be on every machine. Sure. They want every gamer to be able to play Skyrim. That's cool. That's yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. Um, also, coming out in the fall, there's no date for it um, other than the fall, is Fire Emblem Warriors, which um, if you've never played... If you've ever played a Dynasty Warrior mm-hmm. uh, game, it's like it's that, but with Fire Emblem characters. And there was... Hyrule Warriors, which came out for 3DS and, and Wii U, Wii U. Um, and I played the Wii U version with Joseph, and we just had a ton of fun. Just yeah, it's good hacking and slashing and all these enemies. So yeah. it'd be, I think it'd be really cool to to like play as these Fire Emblem characters within that kind of setting. Yeah, it'd be you, cool. You usually don't, you, there's you don't do that in a Fire Emblem game. It's not that's not how a right. Fire Emblem game is. But in this one, you will. Yeah. Um, the next we have Sonic Forces, which is coming to Switch. Yep. Um, there is no date. It's just Sonic Forces sometime this year, holiday so, season. Yeah, that's the 3D one that has modern Sonic, classic Sonic, and your custom Sonic character. So if you want to... Hell yeah. Be, you know, Brandon the Hedgehog. Oh yeah. Now's your chance to do that. Okay, wait a minute. If Listeners, if you don't know about this game... Why don't you just, uh, unless you're driving, don't do this if you're driving. Yeah, definitely. Because you'll crash and die. Uh, if you're not driving, play this game. Pa- pause the podcast after I give you these instructions. Uh, go to Google. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and turn your safe search off. Let's just live on the wild yeah, side. You gotta, you turn your safe search off. And search for whatever your name is, the hedgehog. The hedgehog. And, then and you, go to image results. Mm-hmm. And the first one is you. That's that's your that's you. Yeah. Now, I played this with my homeroom one time. Oh no. And uh, hilarity ensued. Oh. But anyway, okay. So pause. Go find out your hedgehog persona, mm-hmm. and and then come back to us. It's tweeted for, at us. At, yeah, yeah. At new oh, Nintendo cast. That's small. Oh, you're doing yeah. the new media game. Yeah. You're smart. Tweet tweet your your Sonic OC at us. Yeah. At Send us that image. New Nintendo cast, please. Hell yeah. Um. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 coming to Switch during the holiday season. Uh, a game I couldn't be less interested in. Like, yeah. no offense to any Xenoblade uh, fans out there. I just, you know, I saw the trailer and I was just like, not, not for Brandon. The character design, I like JRPGs. The character designs didn't quite yeah, speak to we, me. We, we've, uh, we've touched on that a little bit during our, e, our E3 episode, but like. It's not after, my aesthetic. After thinking about it, I was like, still not for me, so, you know, that's fine. And finally, Rocket League coming to Switch 
during the winter season. Mm -hmm. uh, I still haven't yet to play it. I played it. It's fun. Um, Got I'm some friends who really like it. Uh, Alex and Nate. Mm -hmm. uh, apparently, it's moving along pretty fast. Like the development for it on Switch is moving along like mm -hmm. really well. Um, I saw a news article the other day about it, and so it, it just seems like it might be coming sooner than we think, so we'll see. Um, so that's all the games that are coming out. We kind of just wanted to list off, you know, what was coming out uh, within the next, like, half of the year, and just, like, Switch and 3DS to a lesser extent. They both have a pretty, like, solid, you know, lineup of games coming out, so uh, if you... Are hankering for some switch you know fixings it, they're coming same with 3ds uh, so that'll be good and uh, I don't know if the mics picking that up but uh, our <laughs> show mascot uh, Gino. mr. Gino Pugsworth uh, he is squealing and whining and a whimpering yeah and I, I think he would like to uh, go for a little walk so it's time for a break. Yeah, we will be right back after we walk a dog, part two. And we're back from our dog break. Uh, hi, welcome <laughs> back to the podcast. Okay, so uh, we are going to move on to the main event of the show. Uh, we're here to talk about the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, and to start that discussion off, we are going to be talking about the SNES Classic Mini, which got announced this week. So apparently uh, they're gonna make more than what they did with the NES Classic. I hope, um, that's what they said. So that that's sort of the word. I, I hope that's the case. Like I hope they make way more than the NES Classic because like, the Classic was just so hard to find. And then they're just like, eh, people uh, enough people got it. Yeah, they quit we, making it. We don't want we don't want to make any more money. Like we don't. But how it. much hype did that generate? So much. The scarcity caused people to kind of still be talking about it. Exactly. Like I think people still really want. They did that shit on purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but a part of me thinks, like, what if they stop making those because, like, they had to move their production into full Switch mode and just... Yeah, I don't know. But but the idea behind the SNES Classic Mini uh, is the same. They, they said they're making it through 2017. And that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. Right. I think they're making it through the end of 2017, the end. Limited edition. So it's limited... And once it's gone, it's gone, and it's yeah. like, that's that's that. But they said they learned from, from the NES Classic Mini. They said they're going to make more. They said the, the controller cords to this one would be a lot longer. Okay. There's, people there's two complained about that. Two controllers okay. packed in instead of just the one. There's some multiplayer games on here. Mm -hmm. Some some biggins. Uh, Which leads us to the library on it, the Classic Mini. It's, it's 21 games. It's pretty good. It's a pretty great library. It's not even pretty good. It's great, honestly. Like, for me, there there's some core games missing, but like, here are some of the games. Like, let me just we'll just go ahead and listen. Well, here's all the games. Yeah, here we go. 
So Contra Three, The Alien Wars. Um, I've never played a Contra game, but like me neither. I know a lot of people really like them. And Don't the sprites look really good in those? Yeah, apparently like the sprite work. Or am I thinking of Metal Slug? I mean, you might be thinking of Metal Slug, but I think Contra is also like okay. people hold that one in pretty okay. pretty high regard. Um, Donkey Kong Country, yeah, which that's it's a good one. It's a very good one. You know, it's classic. A great one. It's even a great one. Um, I would I would say Donkey Kong Country Two is better that's probably true but the fact that you were getting donkey Kong country at all is fine like yeah. it's still it's worthy of maybe they spot. had the same argument internally yeah and and just ended up with with donkey Kong country sure it's cool it's a good one um a really great one uh earthbound yeah coming to it now if you haven't played earthbound yet here's your chance again again yeah for the third time for so long that game was just Gone. Unless you could track down a cartridge for Super NES, which had become really rare and, and expensive, mm-hmm. uh, then you just you couldn't play Earthbound until finally they put it on the Wii U, and then they put it on the 3DS. Yeah. And here it comes again, SNES Classic Mini. Yeah. Um, Wonderful. Play that. That is, a, if nothing else, it's worth. The system is almost worth it for that game. Alone. Yeah. I can say though. Uh, and Earthbound fans are gonna hate me for this. I, I'm a big fan. I played it. I beat it. I love it. Um, I you know I use uh, every day my Hobonichi Techo uh, planner. It's a yeah. Japanese planner, actually made by the creator of Earthbound. Um, and I have like an Earthbound cover on yeah. it. And yeah. it's yeah, I'm I'm so into Earthbound. But just a warning, it uh, is an older game at this point. So in some ways it's kind of clunky and unforgiving mm-hmm. the way it works. Yeah. Uh, one thing I found myself constantly frustrated by was the the item screen. Like you could fill up your item screen pretty bad, and you would have to put yeah. things in storage. You have to go call the delivery service. Yeah. That, that stuff could be frustrating. Yeah. Um, it slows down at times. I hate to say that it does slow down at times. Uh, when you get into it, it picks up and it's great. Mm-hmm. It, it is probably a 10 out of 10 game or like a nine nine or eight out of 10 sure it's definitely a high tier game and uh an experience you don't want to miss like you if you are a nintendo fan mm-hmm. you need to beat earthbound at some point definitely um which i still need to do i'm playing it on my 3ds right now mm-hmm. um definitely a game i'm gonna come back it's to very very good um final fantasy 3 which now, really that's six I mean, right it if it's the SNES version of it, then uh-huh. it's, it's going to be six. Yeah, um, the the Super Nintendo Final Fantasy said three was localized in in the West as Final Fantasy three, but it was six. It was technically six. Yeah. So um, Final Fantasy three slash six is. Coming. I never have played that. Apparently, that so, one is very very highly regarded. I'm so excited about as that. one of the best like RPGs yeah, yeah. ever. I'm really um, I'm definitely gonna be playing that when I get my SNES Classic Mini, which yeah. I will fucking kill somebody to get. <laughs> um, F Zero. That's good. It's all right. I have it for uh, I think Wii U Virtual Console. Sure. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Kirby Superstar, which that's the good one. If you haven't played that one, that is like. Aside from uh, Kirby's Dreamland Three, um, which didn't make it, um, Kirby Superstar is just one of the. This is really good. It's just this really great Kirby game. There's these mm-hmm. lot. There's, there's these like lot, lot of these like mini games that you can play and like yeah. these like 
mini like adventure modes and stuff. There's just a ton to do in that game, and it's if you haven't played it, uh, and if for some reason you can't get a, a SNES Classic Mini, uh, they ported it to, to DS, and that version's good too. So um, it's def- that game's worth checking out. Uh, Kirby's Dream Course. Now, what even is that? It is like okay, so basically like Kirby's a ball, mm-hmm. and you kind of have to launch him from like one end of the like map to the like other part there's like power-ups and stuff that you can get Hmm. uh it's it's a weird game it's i don't want to call it a puzzle game but it's like i know you can play multiplayer with it but it's i don't know it's interesting it's not a traditional kirby side-scrolling adventure no it definitely isn't isn't uh traditional in that sense at all okay um of course, they put on Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. Oh, um, God. Yeah, oh, that's such of, a great game. One of the best Zelda yep. games ever. Yep. Um, so, like, if for some reason you haven't played it at this point, like, that's one worth playing. Like, you gotta play that one. Um, Mega Man X, which I've never played. Oh, God, um, it kills me. I hope you get a fucking SNES classic mini so I could play there's okay yeah. I don't want to get out ahead of us because we, we haven't done the whole list there's a few games on this list that Brandon you have to play them I know I know there's just a lot of games and one of them is Mega Man X yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say and we'll, we'll do a whole Mega Man episode so hold hold your horses yeah Mega Man X best Mega Man I mean I I don't really I don't have experience with the Battle Network series so I I Oh, you know. Lord. Okay. Um, Secret of Mana, which I haven't played, but I know... I've dabbled with it. I've played a little bit. Haven't you played with Andy? Did you play with Andy? Well, Andy and I had this idea that we were going to play through the whole game together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't. <laughs> Pretty you... sure we got it on the Wii Virtual Console. You tried. Um, it's really cool. It just has such a neat look to it. Uh-huh. And it's like an action RPG. It's almost like if Zelda... Was a JRPG. That was the vibe I got from okay, it. Okay, cool. Anyway, um, that got a release on Switch yeah, like with the whole collection. series. Yeah, yeah, but that's Japan only so far. Maybe that'll come to Switch. Yeah, but but anyway, hey, I'll I'll be playing it on uh, my SNES Classic Mini. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Star Fox. Never played it. And Star Fox Two. And no one's ever played that one. Okay. Unless, unless you count wrong. Now that doesn't count. Look. Star Fox rules. Star Fox, yeah. Brandon's never played it. He's I, not much of a Nintendo guy. That's okay, that's not um, true. Uh, that's a lie. Um, but I will admit that the o- my only experience with Star Fox is playing s- multiplayer Star Fox 64 against like my friends like in elementary school. Like that's the extent of my Star Fox experience and that's it. Um, that's and Joseph is mad about it. That's crazy. And he um, really wants to play Star Fox. Star Fox is great. Uh, Star, I'm going to hold off on Star Fox commentary and try to get through this list. Sure. I, now, I got a lot of things to say about Star Fox. And Star Fox 2 is a big deal because it's never sure, been sure, released. Sure. But we'll get, we'll get to we'll that. We'll get to that in a second. Oh, hold on. Okay. So next is uh, Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper Fighting. You know, it's just uh, a million different versions of Street Fighter 2. Another version of Street Fighter 2. Uh, hey, if you like Street Fighter 2, this who doesn't? I mean, yeah, you play a little Street yeah. Fighter. Uh, Super Castlevania 4, which I um, haven't played that one. 
I played a lot of Castlevania. It, it's good. I think it's a remake of the first one. Um, I don't think it's a continuation of the series. Mm-hmm. I think it's a remake of the first one. Um, I we we had it like my dad had it and I played it and it was it was fun. It wasn't too hard or anything like that. You just you play as Simon Belmont and you okay. you know go through the game and it's just like well, classic. Cool. Time to give it a try. Yeah. Uh, definitely worth playing. Uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Um, I've never played any of the Ghouls and Ghosts games. So. I feel like I played that somewhere. Uh, Aren't they of, hard? Yeah, a lot of people really like them. Like, okay. I hear people talk like give it, give those series like a high praise. So I imagine that that would that people must like that one enough for them to consider to put it on the um, Super NES Classic Mini. So I mean. Yeah, um, Super Mario Kart. It's a staple. It's a, it's a like, good one. There's your multiplayer. Yeah. Uh, along with all these fighting games and everything, uh, Super Mario RPG: Legend of the Seven Stars. One of the Here best. we go. Uh, one of the best RPGs of all time. Definitely playing through that one again. Oh. Uh, on this. Has some of the best music. Yeah. Just goddamn. If you've never played that game for whatever reason, if you just haven't been a Nintendo fan, if you just missed out on this game mm-hmm. god this is the this is the one this is a 90s square jrpg except it's mario and it's it was square, it it was square soft so square enix like wasn't happening yet it was, yeah. it was still the square soft so, so yeah so it's a 90s square rpg it's very cool uh super mario world so this a winner right out the gate yeah this, this is but, you can play this is a machine that plays the best video game of all time. Yeah. How, like, you know, what are the what, other 20 games even matter? What, what more could you even, yeah. like, say? Super Mario World plus 20 other games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Super Metroid. Which I've never played. Oh, Brand. See what I mean? Now, some people I, are just more into, like, PlayStation and I wasn't, Sega. Though. That's not... Oh, okay. I did have a Sega, but I mostly played Sonic games. Uh-huh. And... Some of this, just some of the Super Nintendo games, like, we just, we didn't get them. We just missed out. I don't know, like. Super Metroid, the music, really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, The early scenes with her ship in the rain, the the graphical style, it's just, it's really memorable. Mm -hmm. Super Punch-Out, never played it. I didn't even know, I didn't even know it was a game. I knew Punch-Out. I knew knew Punch-Out was one one for NES, but I didn't Mm. know that Super Punch-Out was one. Cool, whatever. Punch-Out. I'll try it. Now I'll try it. And another one of my favorite games of all time, Yoshi's Island. Of course. Hell yeah. They had to. How can you put Super Mario World and not put Yoshi's Island on there? Oh man. So this is is really an ultimate machine. There's a few things that could have been on it. And you're gonna find those hot takes all over the internet. But yes, um, my main one is, where's Chrono Trigger? Yeah. That's all I yeah. gotta say. Is no, where, I, where I is agree. It? My, I guess I could excuse him and say like, well, we've got a handful of RPGs on here. And that's Square, fine. Squaresoft is represented yeah. on here. And that's fine. Um, I'm not. But yeah, Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger is the best. Yeah. Of them all. Even yeah. Better, even better than Super Mario RPG, which is. Yeah. I, I love Super Mario I know. but yeah. I love Chrono, Chrono Trigger. Tri- it's a damn shame Chrono but Trigger's on. That's fine. There's still a solid lineup yeah. of of the that they got. Um, yeah. but there there are some differences between um, what we're getting here in America and in Europe versus what 
they're getting in Japan for the the classic mini Super Famicom. Um, they're getting Fire Emblem Mystery of the Emblem, which yeah, um, cool. I mean, There's some Fire Emblem game. Yeah. Uh, before they had uh, shipping. Yeah, just <laughs> before like, you could before you could marry your characters. Uh, probably before they had yeah. casual modes. Whatever. Like it's probably just a balls what, to the wall yeah. hard. I, I love that anime dating sim aspect yeah. <laughs> of uh, the the modern Fire Emblems. Panel de Pon, which some people say is the best puzzle game of all time. Really? Yeah. See, because I've never heard of it. I don't. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Okay. Um, it's cute. Let's Google it. Okay, I'll, uh, have to, I'll have to check it out. Gambari Goemon, Legend of the Mystical Ninja. That's the Super Nintendo Goemon game. Have you played that? No. Um, it was on Wii Virtual Console. Hmm. Um, which I have it on there. And I, I played it for Super Nintendo, rented it a few times. Was uh, it good? It's, it doesn't compare to the N64 Mystical Ninja. Sure. It, is it good? Yeah, it's good. But it's not amazing like mystical ninja for 64 was sure um they got super soccer no idea what that is apparently it's some kind of sports um and for some reason a different version of super street fighter 2 they have super street fighter 2 the new challengers instead of street fighter 2 turbo hyper fighting I don't know the differences on those it'd be easy to look that up Mm -hmm. but whatever They, they have a different uh, Street Fighter. So essentially that means what they don't get in the Super Famicom version is Earthbound, Kirby's Dream Course, Super Castlevania 4, or Super Punch-Out. Because they I got those other games instead. The main one they're missing out on is Earthbound. That's a big... The other yeah. three... Whatever. Take, take it or leave. Take a leave, but Earthbound, like, that, that, that is a shame that they're not getting it. Now, obviously, like, they have other ways to play it, but, yeah. like, it would have been cool if everybody got yeah. it. All right, but now that we've got through the game library on the Super NES Classic Mini, sure, I want to dig into uh, kind of the big news from this whole thing, which is that it's 2017, yeah. the year of our Lord, yep. 2017. That's right. Anno Domini. <laughs> it's redundant because that means in the year of our Lord. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Star Fox 2, essentially a brand new Super Nintendo game. Finally. Because it was made in like 95 or something, but it was never released. It was done. So, it was completed and ready to come out and never came yeah, out. Yeah, I was going to ask you like, so like they finished it yeah. in 95 and it mm-hmm. was ready. It was even localized. Like yes. it was ready to come out. Yeah. But why, why didn't it okay. come out? So um, I've got a quote um, from Dylan Cuthbert um, who... You should be able to find him. I, I didn't get his Twitter handle ready, but uh, you should be able to find him on Twitter. He's one of the developers, um, and he's, like, trending right now because uh, he was as surprised as the rest of us that, sure. that Star Fox 2 was coming out. But uh, he was asked about this before, and he said uh, Star Fox 2 was fully completed. The reason for non-release was the then-impending Nintendo 64, which, of course, was intended to be released a lot sooner than it actually was. Miyamoto-san decided he wanted to have a clean break between 3D games on the Super NES and 3D games on the new Superior 64-bit system. In retrospect, he could have released Star Fox 2, and there would have been over a year and a half before the N64 came out. But hindsight is always 2020. 
So essentially what he's saying is that 64 is about to come out and they wanted to advertise that as like, well, we're going to make this huge jump to 3D. Yeah. They didn't really make a huge jump to 3D because they were already dabbling in 3D on the, on the, Super on the, the later Super NES games. And that was with the uh, that weird, like, the FX chip. What was that called? Mm-hmm. That's the FX chip. Um, that thing... Uh, it was called the Super FX chip. Didn't wasn't Star Fox the first one to implement? I don't know if it was the first that. one. It might have been. It was definitely the first one I played. Um, that was basically a chip that was in the cartridges yeah. um, of certain games that allowed them to do sort of a 3D situation. Yeah. It was made uh, by like they contracted it from an outside group, uh, and I have a quote from Kyle McLean on Twitter, uh, he's at Farmboy in Japan. Yeah. Uh, he posted a translation of, of something from Japan that said, uh, games which feature the Super FX chip were difficult to bring to virtual console. Hmm, I wonder so why. So that's why uh, a lot of times, I don't know if that's even true or not, <laughs> but um, you'll notice a lot of Super FX chip games are not on virtual console. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I never saw systems. the original Star Fox. I don't yeah, think I saw Star it Fox wasn't on virtual console on Wii or 3DS yeah. or anywhere. Um, so kind of to go back to go back to Star Fox um, Star Fox 2 it's coming out now on the Super NES Mini yeah we finally get to play um, it I know that they I'm said to, to play it you have to play through the first level of, of the first Star Fox what? who said that? Nintendo really? yeah weird yeah you have to they're, they're not just going to give it to you you gotta play Star Fox you have Fox. to unlock it? Yeah, you gotta play the first level of Star Fox. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, I'll play through. I've I've beaten Star Fox numerous times. Uh huh. Come to think of it, because um, it has different endings. Sure. Um, so Star Fox Two has characters who join Star Fox. Let me just make this distinction. People screw this up all the time. It kind of bothers me, but I usually keep quiet. Okay. Star Fox is the name of his star fleet. Yeah. That's their crew. They are Star Fox. Yeah, because... Fox McCloud is the, is the leader of Star Fox. Yeah. There is no man Star Fox. That's not a person. People often call Fox McCloud Star Fox. Sure. You're wrong. Um, anyway, um, so there are two new members of Star Fox. Okay. Um, in this game, uh, Mew, a lynx, and Faye, a dog... Okay. Um, they're not in any subsequent games. Uh, a lot of major release Star Fox games have just been remakes of of the Super Nintendo Star Fox. Like sure. Star Fox 64, it doesn't have these guys because it's it's just Star Fox again, but updated. Was it Star, Star Fox, Fox Zero? Zero? Yeah. Also... That's another retelling of they just keep coming back to this game. But Star Fox 2 is a true sequel. And they um, have these two new characters. It has these two new characters. Um, Back in the day, uh, I mentioned the Mario one, Nintendo Power did these comics, like full-color comics. Um, they're manga, really, but they were in color, like American comics. They run them in Nintendo Power magazine, and they were quality. They were really cool. There was a Star Fox one, and in the comic, they had a character named Farrah Phoenix, yeah. um, who was a Phoenix Fox, uh, and she was almost in Star Fox 2, uh, but then they... I don't know, they replaced her with either Miu or Faye. 
Hmm. Um, so that would have been an interesting like melding of that comic continuity, which I guess isn't canon to, yeah. the, to the games. Um, maybe it would have been had they included her, but ultimately they didn't. It's a little yeah. Star Fox trivia for you. Um, so I had some experiences with Star Fox, the Super Nintendo game. Yeah. Uh, they, they were kind of like, I don't know, meaningful, memorable uh, Nintendo memories for me. Yeah, what, what were they? Um, when I was a kid, my brother, uh, I have an older brother who's like way older than me. He's like, I think he's like in his 50s right now. Um, so he was grown and, and living his life uh, when I was a little kid. But I would go visit him sometimes. And uh, he was living in San Francisco, in a suburb of San Francisco, uh, when I was little, like during the Super Nintendo era. And I was out staying with him for a while. And during that time, he was playing Star Fox. Sure. Um, I was a kid. At the time, I would like play games, but I, you know, I was just a kid. And I, a lot of times, I wouldn't beat him or anything. Uh, I would just screw around in him, and that was fun enough for me. Uh-huh. Um, but he was really trying to beat Star Fox. It can be kind of hard at times. Uh, and usually, I don't like watching people play games. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to play the game myself. Um, but man, like him and his uh, wife and like... Uh, it's kind of the whole family were gathered around watching him play this game and just kind of rooting for him. Nice. And uh, he finally beat it. And I just, it, I was really into it. It was a really exciting experience. Sure. Uh, watching him beat that game. Uh, I guess it was almost like YouTube before there was a YouTube. Yeah. Because he was, you know, we were yelling at it and commenting and joking at it and stuff. Uh, so I ended up getting a dog, my first dog, not too long after that. Um, uh, which kind of places it on the timeline for me. I guess that means I was uh, in the first grade or so. Uh-huh. Uh, and I got a dog, and I named her Peppy after Peppy Hare from Star Fox. That's awesome. Because of that experience. That's awesome. Uh, that's I like when, you know, you have these, like, video game experiences and, like, that, you know, obviously you remember that. So mm-hmm. it's nice that Star Fox was able to kind of do that for you. And yeah. And remember it as a very fond memory, like, to this day. Um, so that's cool. Um, so Star Fox 2, it's out. Like, it's finally coming out. Um, you know, we there's some other unreleased, possibly unlocalized games that maybe will come in the future. Uh, the big one that we have here is Mother 3. Right. So like the sequel to Earthbound. Yeah. That um, came out on Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Uh, the one with Lucas. Yeah, so he's in Smash. Yeah. yeah. Multiple versions of Smash. Yeah, he's in Brawl and he's yeah. in uh, the new, the new one, the yeah. next one. And so, like, people know who Lucas is. Sure. I mained Lucas in Brawl. People have, there are fan translations of this game. Yeah. And people have played it. But people, we've been wanting the real yeah, thing. Yeah, I want Nintendo to put out the real thing. Reggie knows. He's, I've seen him in multiple interviews say, like, yeah, we, we hear you. We hear you. Didn't they? They acknowledged it in uh, some Nintendo Direct one time. I think there was, like, one, the one that was Robot Chicken. Yeah. The one where it was toys. Somebody in, like, the yeah, audience. Somebody was like, oh, Reggie, give us Mother 3. And then he was like, how about this instead? And he... Uses a fire flower and like throws a fireball and like burned him up. (laughs) Yeah, so maybe that's their answer to uh, localizing Mother Three, but they'll they'll do it. I think they're saving it for a rainy day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
I, they're they're really it's switch is piping hot right yeah. now. So I don't I think they're they're not too concerned about getting mother I think mother three is like when they're really Hey, how about this? They gave us Star Fox two. Huge surprise. Okay, okay, okay. For SNES Classic Mini. Sure, sure. So that comes out. Twenty seventeen's over. Classic NES or SNES Classic Mini is is out of production. Yeah. Few months pass. We're we're going into the summer of 2018. Finally, Virtual Console Service launches for Switch, with flagship title, localized English, Mother Three. Oh man, maybe you know. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. Okay. That could be the one. Um, Joseph, you have uh, Doshin, the giant. Well, I don't have it. It's but, on this list. Our list. Um, um, what is that exactly? It's a GameCube game that uh, never came here. Uh, it's kind of a god simulator. You play as a giant, this big derpy looking yellow giant. He comes up out of the ocean. He lives on, uh, or like, you know, takes up residence on this island. Mm-hmm. There's little villagers and people. And you lord over them, and they build monuments uh, and stuff. And you... It's kind of a god simulator. You can also go evil and like destroy their island. Um, it's got a neat look to it. I'd love to play it. I wish we could. There is an English version exists because it came out in Europe. Really? Pretty sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, another one that I would love to see localized. Uh, our friend Andy talks about this game a lot. I think he played a ROM of it. Uh, Live Alive. Hmm. I don't, I don't it's know anything a, about this. I think it's like a JRPG. And um, I honestly don't know much about it either. But, uh, you know, Andy speaks so highly of it. And there's been, like, fan translations and stuff. Yeah. That it it seems like something I would want to try. Yeah. Um, uh, Devil World. Yeah, do you know about that? I don't. It's for NES? Yeah, it's an old NES game. I, I'm pretty sure Miyamoto had uh, a hand in it. It's, a, it's an NES, like an 8-bit game. And it's kind of a cutesy kind of game, reminiscent of like Ice Climber or Kid Icarus graphically. Okay. But it's like the theme is like uh, the dark side of like Christian mythology. Interesting. So it's got like little devils and they're like uh, burning Bibles and it's just very um, Halloween esque, but it's kind of like. Definitely, a lot of Americans would probably take issue with, yeah. like the religious theme of it. It's it's not it's not heavy handed. It's not like a commentary on religion or something. It's just like you know, sometimes Japanese uh, artists will just use like Christian iconography because it just looks cool, uh-huh. and that's the case here. Uh, uh, but but for obvious reasons, it never came out here. Well, um, and then. Giftpia for GameCube. I've yeah. never heard of this game. What's man? Okay. Man, what's the deal with this? Now you can't see in a podcast. I don't know what y'all are looking at right now, but again, if you're not driving, Google Giftpia. It's like G-I-F-T-P-I-A. Uh, Google it. The cover art looks cool. The graphics look cool. It okay. looks really appealing, like colorful and neat to me. Um, it is a GameCube game. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I'm going to read you the Wikipedia description. All right, yeah. Let me tell uh, me. Tell gift me pia. Else. And then probably if, in Japanese, it would be like uh, giftopia. So it's probably more like like giftopia. So it, we probably call it giftopia. Makes more sense than gift pia. Yeah. But that's how it's spelled in English in Japan. Gift pia. Uh, the follows the protagonist, Pakul, a resident of Nanashi Island who, on the day of his coming-of-age ceremony, oversleeps and misses the whole thing. The mayor of the island, Mayor, is so incensed that he orders Pockle's arrest and a fine of five million main, the game's currency, wow. to recoup the costs of the event. Thus, it is up to Pockle to work off his huge debt. At the game's start, Pockle must cope with heavy restrictions, an early curfew, a ball and chain, having his face pixelated, and a robot police chief named Mapo. Throughout his adventure, Pockle is assisted by his dog, Tao, and his girlfriend, Kiapa. There is also a large cast of supporting characters that live on Nanashi Island and interact with Pockle, including a bartender that goes by PV and a radio DJ called Deej. Pockle eventually encounters an old man who will give him some mushroom soup and teach him about other paths to adulthood via helping others. And I've heard it compared to Animal Crossing, in that you kind of go around and do kind of chores okay i just looked it up like what it looks like and honestly the style looks really cool like yeah awesome i'm kind of wondering why they didn't well bring I, that one over. i don't know i heard that it was like partially localized or something and just mm. never came maybe they were just like kind of working on it and then they were told to go to something else it was a nintendo published game hmm. yeah um Last one that I listed was Captain Rainbow for Wii. Did you ever hear that? No. It's really bizarre. It's like a washed up superhero or something. And it, the humor is like kind of crude and mature for Nintendo. Okay. Um, and I know it has uh, Catherine, known in, in America as Birdo, uh, as a character in it. Really? And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's It has some Mario cameos and stuff, but it's like this weird... Kind of rainbow-colored superhero-looking dude. Uh, I don't know a ton about it, but it, it seems really weird and interesting, quirky. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I didn't put anything on the list, but I just want to real quick. There is a Goemon game that came out for DS back in 2005, and a lot of the Goemon like series didn't come to any America, so. Um, like that was one I would have liked to have seen, but I don't think at this point we're going to get any of the, uh, any of the Goemon games. Like, I think that series, uh, Konami has made it into like a sort of, uh, like a pachinko slot machine mascots, like those characters and stuff. So that's like... Probably the end of that series. That's a shame. Did you ever play uh, that Game Boy Advance racer? It was like Konami Crazy Racers. No, but I, I know they have the characters in it, so that's interesting yeah. that the that um, that that was that was the one, but nothing but nothing else. Like that was the one. I think that was his last appearance in an American game. Yeah, and that was yeah. Goemon hasn't been over here since. Yeah. Um. So. I just want to bring up real quick how, like, so E3 came and went. Yep. They said nothing about the Super NES Classic Mini. Yeah, it was announced at a, 
like internal meeting with uh, GameStop. Pretty like, sure that's where the news first came from. And, and then Nintendo announced it like online. What a weird. Not even in like a Nintendo Direct or anything. I was just like, here it is. Yeah, it just kind of leaked out. Yeah, I think I was. I think I was at work or I was somewhere like. And I didn't find out until like a few hours later, but it was just like, here it is. And I was just like, wow. Like, I did not expect that. It just, that came out of nowhere. Like, I know there had been rumors about it, but, you know, no one was like, ah, it's coming for sure. It was just rumors and, like, hearsay, but... Yeah, there's um, no commercial. Like, when they did NES Classic, uh, there was that really cool, like, retro-style commercial for it. Uh-huh. As far as I know, there's been none for uh, the Super NES Classic Mini, even though it's trending all over Twitter and elsewhere. Maybe they'll have, like, because it's not coming until September. I think yeah. September 29th is the date. Uh, it's not coming till then. Uh... So they might have time to come up with like, kind of maybe a wacky like '90s style commercial. Um, so, kind of like, okay, the NES Classic and the Super NES Classic, those are machines coming out with these, you know, these games. But what does that mean, like as far as virtual console goes? Like, does are we replacing virtual console? with these sort of like classic machines is this how we're going to be accessing these older games now no this is a this is a sort of temporary time limited thing uh-huh because if if that were the case they'd be expandable there would be a uh, the ability to add more games to them yeah and they would be in continued production they're releasing them as these limited edition things to capitalize on people's nostalgia it's working yeah, no, I want one. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm getting one. Uh, it's working. A lot of people want this. But I think down the road we're going to get something like a virtual console service. It might be something new and different. Reggie has said in some interviews lately that he cannot really announce anything about virtual console. Um, but they're going to give us their old library of games. Uh -huh. I, in my perfect world... I imagine a sort of Nintendo Netflix. I know they've talked about their online service. Yeah. And it sounds like there's hints of that. But I would love for, like, within the next few years to just pay a subscription and have a huge library of old Nintendo games to play. Yeah, I think that would... That's honestly... That's what I want more than... Uh, than just, like, them releasing these, like, classic machines and hopefully they have a service and what would be really cool is, like you said, like, this Netflix kind of service, like, where you kind of, they release a game. Maybe, like, they have a game out for, like, a month or two, but you can play it, like, you pay this, like, low subscription cost that uh, happens, like, you only have to pay, like, 20 bucks a year or something like that you know, you get access to this, like, gaming library, so I think that would be cool. Um, it just, it sucks that, like, there is no virtual console, because, like, Wii's virtual console was great, and Wii U's was pretty good, and 3DS's is pr pretty good. It's good, yeah. Uh, good even, it's just, but, like, Switch is the perfect console. Yeah. 
for virtual console. Oh like, man, perfect. yeah, because then you can take all these like Super Nintendo games, presumably GameCube games, on the go. It'd be amazing. And you Please. can also play on your TV. Yeah. Oh man. It's, a, it's Come literally on. the best of both worlds, and they, they just haven't said anything yeah. about it, and it's kind of a bummer. I guess the other option, you could just play the games on their original format. Mm-hmm. You just go out and buy those old games. Okay. The problem, though, is that, like, cartridges and, like, physical media that isn't a CD, mm. like, those those don't last forever. Yeah. Like, I have some Game Boy games, like, a lot of my old Pokemon games mm-hmm. and stuff, they won't save. Yeah, because the battery the, inside the, the cartridge. the battery yeah. is, is fried. Probably same with a lot of these... Um, happens to Super Nintendo games. Yeah? Yeah, it does. Um, I feel like I might have some that are that are dead by now. I'm not too sure. I still have my whole Super Nintendo collection. It's yeah. in storage. Um, but that is a problem. The batteries will die. There was I read an article recently about uh, a Japanese guy who kept his Super Famicom running for 20 years. Wow. To protect a save file. It was some game that, that never came to the United States. So, Still though, like yeah, this dedication. Yeah, apparently at one point he was able to he was moving or something, and he was able to unplug it and plug it back in real fast, and it like held, it held the like power in the cartridge's save battery long enough that it kept his like I guess the battery wasn't completely dead. That's wild. Yeah, isn't that wild? That is very very wild. That's pretty cool. Um. So now we're gonna take a huge deep dive just into Super Nintendo. Yeah. So we we were we were going on about the SNES Classic Mini, just Super Nintendo sort of like reborn, but yeah, time to go back in time. Yeah. To the to, to the early '90s, and um, we're gonna do Super Nintendo. Show. So yeah, from here on out, it's it's all Super Nintendo, baby. So here we go. Uh, it first came out in Japan in 1990, did not make it over to America until uh, 1991, and uh, I read on Wikipedia that uh, here in America it was discontinued in 1999, okay. and it was discontinued in Japan in the early aughts. Yeah, like 2003. So, uh, that's typical of Japan. So they, they keep keep them going for I mean, that's cool. Um, Japanese people don't get rid of old electronics the way we do here. Yeah, and so the 64 came out in, in 1996. Yeah, so, so to me the era was 91 through 96. 96. That's the Super Nintendo era. Um, overall, it has sold uh, 49.1 million consoles worldwide. Mm. That is, by today's standards, I don't know how that stacks up. Yeah, we didn't do a comparison on that. But... Regardless, that's a lot. I guess that's, that's a lot. A lot of, yeah, yeah. That's still a lot of units. Yeah. Like an, inc- an incredible in North and South America alone, it was uh, twenty three point three five million. Yeah, in um, Japan, it was seventeen point seventeen. And then the rest of the world, it was just eight point five million. Um, so it, it sold a lot for its time. Uh, I think a lot of people were really, really digging on uh, Super Nintendo. And, uh, so I kind of want to go over their top 10 best-selling games, and we're going to go from 10 to 1. 
So, number 10 is Donkey Kong Country 3, Dixie Kong's Double Trouble. It's a very good Donkey Kong game. Um, yeah. I would say it is... It's the, an okay Donkey Kong It game. is the worst of the three of the yeah. of the country trilogy. Man, isn't that crazy that that's one of the top ten best-selling games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this, Brandon, you put this list together. Is this top selling in the world? Or is this top selling I, in the United I States I believe this of is in the world. This, oh. is, this is world cartridge. Like, okay. all around the world. Okay. So Number nine, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper Fighter. No, no, wait. I said Super Street Fighter. It's... Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper Fighting. Yeah. Um, and that one sold 4.1 million, and Donkey Kong only sold 3.5. Uh, number 8, Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. Hell yeah. Uh, that sold over 4 million copies. So it's safe to say that a lot Good of people job, played that game and really, really, really liked it. Um, well, at least they played it. Yeah. Uh, at least they bought it, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, if you play that game, you liked it. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, Link to the Past is number yep. seven. Uh, Pink haired Link turns into a bunny. Mm-hmm. What's not to like? Great. Just a great game. Number six, Donkey Kong Country 2. A lot of, a lot of people, uh, probably myself included, would say that's the best Donkey Kong Country. It is my favorite of the three. Um, but it only sold five point. One five million copies altogether. Um, Street Fighter Two at number five, uh, the World Warrior, uh, just another you know another version of yeah. Street Fighter. Man, um, we could do a whole Street Fighter show and just talk about we just talk probably about- for an hour the differences in the different iterations of Street Fighter Two. Mm-hmm. The like thirty five different iterations yeah. of Street Fighter Two. Um, number four, Super Mario Kart at eight point seven million. Uh, which is a step up from Street Fighter 2 because that only got 6.3 million. So we're, we're starting to get up there. Mm. Uh, number three, Donkey Kong Country, 9.3 million. Uh, number two, Super Mario All-Stars. That was a pretty big deal, Super Mario All-Stars. Uh, 10.5 million copies of that sold. That has Super Nintendo graphics versions of Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Bros. 2, mm-hmm. Super Mario Bros. 3, and what they call in America Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels, which yeah. is the Japanese Super Mario Bros. 2. It's yeah. really hard. Honestly, it's kind of frustratingly hard. Yes. And in my opinion, they were uh, they were right when they were thinking like, well, Americans won't appreciate this because it's basically just like more Super Mario Bros. except harder. Yeah. And you're right. The American Super Mario Bros. 2, which is really weird and different, yeah. it is better. That's my opinion. Yeah, but I mean, I, I like the Super Mario Brothers too. I have good opinions. Um, number one, with double of what Super Mario All Star sold, Super Mario World, with twenty point six million. How's that song go again? Super Mario World theme song. Oh, uh, Super Mario World is blast from the past. Oh, he's in a uh, bad mood. He's not in a bad mood. He's not insane. Oh, oh. Mario and Luigi. Oh, here it is. Doing what they can. Something, somehow Princess Peach and Yoshi um, are giving them, them a hand or something. I, think <laughs> I, was, I was listening to it earlier while yeah. we were like getting the show together. Uh, and Joseph was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting over here trying to concentrate, like doing some research. Yeah. And Brandon just... It all is out of with no context. It just starts blasting the Super Mario World cartoon. You know, I just wanted, I had to hear it because we were talking sure. about Super Nintendo. Now, 
most of these games were packets. Okay. Three oh, yeah, because they released different versions of the SNES, uh, different, like, packages. Yeah. I think Donkey Kong Country 3 wasn't a pack-in. I want to say 2 wasn't a pack-in. What a miserable... Imagine you're a little kid, and your, like, grandma brings home a Super Nintendo, uh, and it comes with one game, Donkey Kong Country 3 with the baby. I mean... <laughs> There are worse, there are, you know, come on, you know there are worse Super Nintendo yeah. games that it could be packed Some in. sports game. So, like, I don't know if a lot of you will remember this, but... Oh, they all remember this. Sure. In the 90s, and this was before, like, console wars, like... This is the, the best and yeah, original console This war. is the original console wars. Sega Genesis versus... Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, Sega had a campaign, and their slogan, which still makes me laugh to this day, is Sega does what Nintendo. Sega I, does what Nintendo. I just like have slightly crappier graphics and sound. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> like honestly the Genesis. Okay, to a little history on Sega, the the Genesis is probably their best system. There is a dog, okay. I, I'm sorry. We've taken this dog out twice and we fed him and I just don't know what's wrong with this boy. So but, we're, yeah, we're gonna have to, we're gonna take, to we have to dog. take another dog <laughs> And I'm gonna keep, when we get back, we're gonna talk about Super Nintendo versus Sega Genesis. So we will be right back again. Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. When I was dead broke, man, I couldn't picture this. 50 inch screen, money green, leather sofa. Got two rides, a limousine with the chauffeur. And we're back from dog break number two. Turns out I'm pretty sure that Gino just wants Joseph to go to bed. <laughs> so yeah he's like leading me into the bedroom <laughs> and and then laying down and basically so now he's just he's chilling and he's <laughs> it's it is what it is but hopefully no more dog breaks but we we were talking about um super nintendo versus sega genesis kind of sega does what nintendo and so i was just saying that sega like they come out with the Genesis, and it does pretty well. Like, Sonic games, those sell pretty well. The, like, They Saturn, sold really well. Yeah. That was good. Genesis was a great... Yeah. That was the golden era of Sega. Yeah, that by was... By far. Oh. It's all downhill from there, because, like, Sega CD and Saturn weren't... Saturn sucks. They were not Sega good. Saturn's a bad gaming um, system. It was just those didn't do as well same with the the um the uh it's the what was their portable system called the game gear the game the sega gear. game gear yeah. i love my game gear it's a beautiful system but it took six batteries yeah. and it lasted maybe an hour oh god uh not, not more than an hour but you you would be hard well okay so i'll speak for myself okay when i was a child I had, I didn't have a Genesis. Um, at first I had a Game Gear. Yeah. Um, and we'll probably talk more about this in our Sonic episode. So I'll just real quick, yeah. I had a Game Gear and uh, I would play some of my favorite Sonic games on there. 
like Sonic Chaos and one of my very favorite Sonics, uh, Sonic Triple Trouble. Yeah. And there's no save feature. And most of the time, the system would die before I could beat the game. Uh, so, gotta go fast. Whew. Six AA batteries. Oh, okay. So, and overall, the Super Nintendo, it outsold the Genesis. Like, yeah, it, it's, like, Nintendo won that round. Yeah, they, they were doing um, way, like... Just better. It was a better uh, system. Yeah. Sorry, I but mean, it was a better system. Don't get a wrong. lot of the great uh, Genesis games were also on Super Nintendo. <laughs> that's true. Um, so, like, that's fine. But I guess now, like, looking back on the Super Nintendo, like, how would you say, like, how does it compare? To like other systems like in in retrospect it's like every i it's still my favorite system of all time yeah yeah i think 3ds is a contender there were some amazing games mm -hmm. uh do you remember the nintendo 3ds I, that old I play, uh system i still play it fairly regularly so I, yeah <laughs> I, I remember that one okay well super nintendo for me i think is at the top game boy has an incredible library mm -hmm. uh, ds DS has an incredible library. That's a good one. Um, but yeah, to me, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say, Super Nintendo is, I think, my very favorite gaming console. It's the one I think about a lot. Mm -hmm. I think about the games that came on Super Nintendo, and like, just, it was the first system that I remember having in the house. Yeah. It was, um, I beat my first game on it. So I have a lot of like nostalgic. What was like, the first game you ever beat? Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Uh, yeah. So I like for that reason, like it's kind mm -hmm. of a package deal. Like, how am I gonna love Super Mario World and not also give love to the the Super Nintendo? Like, it's probably my favorite system. I I don't really know if there's any contenders. I would say I would say three yes. Or Game Boy would probably come close. Yeah, those are the two. Those are some of the very best. Yeah, those I would agree with you that those just are both really, yeah. really solid. Um, so also like back in the day, they had uh these two sort of like I guess slow excuse me uh, slogans slogans. And the first one he's is, gonna vomit. <laughs> yeah, friends. <laughs> uh, no. The slogan, the, the first slogan is, now you're playing with power. Uh, the whole slogan is, now you're playing with power, superpower. <laughs> that was the whole slogan, like, that they would play, like, during their commercials and stuff. And then they would also have these ads, like, in magazines and comic books and stuff and uh, some commercials. And it was, play it loud. Yeah, that was a rebranding where, because Sega's whole thing was like if sonic the hedgehog were the uh advertising mm -hmm. manager or whatever everything was like sassy teen like sega does what nintendo don't you know like they they wanted to be like the edgy like your older brother or like your neighbor or like <laughs> the school bully or whatever is who plays the genesis um nintendo was kind of like cutesy and they at, at this point they actually tried to get away from that for a minute. And the, they had these, like, 
really weird like in your face commercials that were very Sega-esque yeah and it was play it loud and it was this obnoxious imagery and I remember it was like a giveaway or like a Nintendo Power uh, bonus or something but I had a mouse pad Remember mouse pads? Yeah. It's a play it loud. Oh shit. Mouse pad. Do you still have that? Oh, of course I do. Oh my. Yeah, it's in storage somewhere. Oh. But man, yeah, I'm... play it loud. That's incredible. Um. So another thing with the um, Super Nintendo is here in America, it actually has um two models. The first model was the uh, SNS uh dash zero zero one. Um, and then they released one more model uh, in the late 90s um, called the SNS-101. And the difference is most people, if they think of Super Nintendo, they probably think of the first one. Americans. Uh, the, the, as far as the American uh, Americans go, is they think of the, um, it's kind of like this boxy. It's very boxy um, with like these two angles. Purple, uh, switches like the, the power and reset yeah reset and they're both purple and then like you can push the start up uh, and then if you wanted to reset your game you would just push it up and it would go back down and, um, and then the eject of, is in the middle and it's like a it's like this lever almost it, it's a panel a darker gray panel uh -huh. you can push it down you can actually slam it down and launch the I don't recommend this by the way but you can slam it and launch the cartridge out like catapult it it will uh -huh. eject from the system and fly up out of the system that's insane so depending on how angry you are <laughs> at your game if it's if your game's not started you could boot. you could eject and just boot it out oh shit um so that's the one I feel like most people will remember. That's I, what I have. I also remember, okay, so the system, it was gray. Mm -hmm. But I'll be damned if every fucking person I've met, their system would turn this weird, like, brown, white, yellow, kind uh, of brown. Parts of it. Yeah, yeah not the Other parts of it retain their color. Yeah, it's so weird. They used the wrong plastic. Yeah, because over time, that plastic would just start to look <laughs> fucking grody. That's how mine looks. Um, and I think that was maybe one of the reasons why they released the later model, which all it is, it's just, it's a little bit smaller. The wreath, um, it's cute. The buttons are the same. It's the one I have now because my... The original my dad has just kind of lost to the. Oh, the buttons aren't the same, are they? Uh, They're buttons no. this time instead uh, of being. The reset. The reset switches. is a push down button. Mm -hmm. um, the power button is still a switch, but it's like smaller. It's like this oval shape, okay. and you push it up, and then that's it. And then there's no, you there's no eject button. You put the cartridge in, and then when you're done, you take it out. Like that's okay. The extent of it. It's you a shame. I like uh, the eject that you could. Oh. Just, Slim. just wonderful. Um, so, with that in mind, uh, Europe and Japan had a different model from us, and I think we're both of the mindset that the, like the color scheme, of the American one, like just the purple and the gray, it just looks a little better. I love the purple and gray. We're we're in the minority, Brandon. I thought you were Team Famicom colors. I like it, but I think overall, um, I was thinking about it, and I was just like, you know, I if I had to choose, I'd probably choose purple. It's, it's just it's it's simple, 
It um, it's not too busy. Um, and I like that it's all just one like the button schemes. There's all just one color. Something about fun. it to me at the time it felt like clean and fresh or something uh-huh. like really inviting. It's I mean you guys listening to this you know what a Super Nintendo looks like, but it's it's essentially four colors. It's yeah. a really light gray. Yeah gray like a darker or more of a standard gray mm-hmm. and two different purples yeah. like a like a royal purple and a and a kind of violet lilac light purple um the buttons there's four face buttons you know uh there's the a and b just like from nes yeah. and then they added uh y and x yeah um the y and x buttons are convex they're like uh they're sunk in like no, those are concave concave that's yeah, that's con- that's the word is uh the a and b where it's like like a little dome like a little dome yeah 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 well the so x and y are uh they're like smarties the candy. yeah i think that's yeah. what i think every time i've seen like i think since i was a kid i was like oh this is kind of like a smarty mm-hmm. like um and then a and b are the dark purple ones mm-hmm. and they're like bubbled up yeah so you can feel them in your hand you can feel which one's different without looking i like that and they haven't really done like that since like oh, i love the look granted of as far as like the buttons like on the systems like on later systems and stuff like uh like the 64 and the gamecube like mm-hmm. the controllers had like the letter of it and it was like there's like this indention of the letter yeah. in the controller and you could feel like the shape of the letter but like as far as the 3ds and like the switch go like the but there's no kind of ended ended. the buttons are just like it just has like the letter on it but you don't like there's no like distinction between the buttons so i kind of missed like how the super nintendo had these like specific like concave convex buttons it was a cool they were different colors too like well, the I, Famicom, all four buttons are a different color. Yeah. It's the it's the primary colors, red, red, blue, yellow, right? And, yeah, and a, green. there's a green, yeah. That's fine. I, I like that. I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? I think I like it so much because I like it on the new 3DS XL. Or mm. the new 3DS, not the XL, just the regular normal. Yeah, that we didn't quite I, get. Yeah, here. We, yeah. We got limited. I think I like it better in that, mm. that configuration, but I think as the system the super nintendo um i have to go team purple let, let me just say my dream joy cons would be north american super nintendo themed joy cons that were like the two-tone gray two-tone purple uh-huh. that would just whew, that's what i need but anyway that's such an iconic controller it's yeah. got those kind of like rounded uh, grips and then it, it added shoulder buttons. Yeah, LR. really good. Yeah, and those nice rubbery start and select. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm picturing it in my head yeah. right now. Oh yeah, it's wonderful. Honestly, the face buttons is my uh, Instagram icon. Yeah, and my town's flag in Animal Crossing New Leaf is Ooh. also the Super Nintendo controllers. Uh, face button the purple area ones, yeah course. yeah of course um yeah that's that's awesome uh so like the super nintendo also kind of like the nes had 
different peripherals over the years. Yeah, Nintendo always has. They'll do peripherals and they will... For like one or two games. Not use them again. And Super did that. Yeah, Super was just like... The Super Scope. Can you name any Super Scope games, Brandon? Uh, well, Super Scope came with the... It came with its own game that you could play. Um, it Wasn't that like called, Super Scope it called, 6? Yeah, it was just called Super Scope 6. Was it 6 minigames or something? I what, what's the 6? I think it was 6 different minigames. Okay. I don't really remember. We had it. Oh, I never so, had that. Um, we, we definitely played around with it. Um, it was interesting. Um, Yoshi Safari. Yeah, my friend one. had Yoshi Safari. And so I played it a little at his house. Um, that's the it. only Super Scope game I ever played. Those are the only two I know, and I think that might be the only two that were. I don't think they make it made anymore. And there was almost no point. In yeah. That. Now that's an item in Smash Brothers. Yes. Very, <laughs> yeah, I like. I, it's a it's a good one. You know, it's like a bazooka. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Super Game Boy though. That's the best Super Game peripheral Boy. for though for Super Nintendo. Easily. Yeah. Um, like. I loved that how you could put like if you put Pokemon in there, um, there were like these special like borders borders that you mm. could use while you're playing the game and just like so cool certain like color palettes that you could yeah. uh, implement with the Super Game Boy. Yeah, go ahead, probably Google that. Look up like Super Game Boy uh, borders. Yeah, they were neat. They, yeah. Some games had special borders mm -hmm. programmed in. Not all of them did, but a lot. But some of them did. Like I know Pokemon really had them, and and it would give you a color palette. Mm -hmm. It was kind of a weird like, because they're Game Boy games, so they're black and white games. So it was sort of like just randomly apply these weird color palettes yeah. to Game Boy games. If you've ever played, um, like, an older Game Boy game into, and like a a Game Boy Advance like SP or a Game Boy Advance or even a Game Boy Color. Um, like for instance, like Pokemon, if you put blue in there, um, everything looks blue. Like, the world <laughs> yeah. map is blue, and then like red is like red. Yeah. So, um, but that's pretty cool. That's, um, I never messed with this one, but there's uh, the SNES mouse. Um, I'm assuming I'm assuming that was for Mario Paint. There were other games that used it, but the only game I ever and the only one I know of uh, that used it was uh mario paint uh-huh which rules that game's great i like the music's so bizarre I, I love that there is the music like maker like just as its own like separate yeah. thing like you could make like yeah those music tracks you could make your own song with these weird frog uh sounding it was like notes it's it's very it's such a weird game and there's this mini game uh about swatting flies with a fly swatter mm -hmm. and then you fight like the angry boss fly which um that game makes a return in uh super mario maker and if you do that mini game and you finish it you get like um the mario maker like costume mm -hmm. in that game but like which is gonna be a mario odyssey yeah and it's all it's all coming full circle <laughs> exactly um super multi-tap I don't know what that is. Uh, I never had it. So what? But it's a contraption that lets you play uh, like four player more than two. It lets you plug in more controllers. Huh. Uh, I think it's for Bomberman. Okay. Maybe a few other games. The one I know for sure was one of the Bombermans would use it. All right. Interesting. 
And kind of sort of last but not least, um, we have the it's the Nintendo PlayStation, which recently, um, within the past year or so, was found. Um, like a working like, yeah, like a working model, like, like a working prototype mm -hmm. of it. Yeah, it was found. Um, there there had been talks about it for like a long time. Um, I think the story goes is that like Sony and Nintendo were coming together to make this system, uh, but then Nintendo backed out and they wanted to uh, go with cartridges instead. Uh, and so Sony was like, well, all right. And then they made PlayStation. And then that's yeah. like, that's a really like simplified version of events, but yeah. that's basically kind of how it went down is um, so. But there, there's a version of it. It's out there. There's like pictures. I think there might be a video of it. Um, whether it fully works, I don't know. But it's definitely like, I do imagine like, what if there was a world where instead of Nintendo 64, we got the Nintendo PlayStation and like. And who knows? Maybe Sony never would have gone into the video game industry aside from like you know collaborating with Nintendo. Yeah. On their products, mm -hmm. there'd be no like, Sony. PlayStation situation. I don't know. Yeah. Alternate I, universe. Yeah, but well, I mean we're here we are though. So. <laughs> yeah. Um so Joseph, you have some like super NES like merch? Yeah, you know, I always have a bunch of toys and stuff. Yeah. Uh but uh one thing that I remember fondly, I still have it, of course. Uh I actually have it with me. Uh, a lot of my stuff's in storage, but I had a Super Mario World keychain that's Mario on a Yoshi. Uh -huh. um, it's plastic though, like a toy would be, kind of a softish plastic. Uh, and you can tell Mario's sort of like glued onto Yoshi's back, like I'm sure it's a separate piece of plastic. Yeah. I know if that was on my keys every day, all the paint would be worn off of it and probably it would get like caught in something and rip Mario off Yoshi. Yeah. So it's, it's a keychain, but it's not one I would ever use. Because I wouldn't want it ruined. It's yeah. from like 1991. It still looks great. Um, so it's just, you know, I have it. Uh, it's hanging from a tack on my uh, cork board. Yeah. <laughs> that's just, yeah, that's I'm where it lives. Up, right I'm now. looking over at it right now. Um, I also, I remember this shirt so fondly. And I wish I still had it. Because I know when I was a really little kid, my mom would buy me shirts that were sized for like an obese man. <laughs> So I'm sure <laughs> it would still fit me if I had it. It'd probably be too big for me. Shit. Because um, I'm basically still the size I was when I was a little kid. Um, <laughs> it was a white t-shirt. I uh, think it came, like, ordered it out of Nintendo Power, Super Power Supplies catalog or something. Wow. And it was a white t-shirt for Super Mario World yeah. that had Yoshi peeking his head out of a pocket on the chest. Oh, man. So, like... If you if you pulled the pocket down, would it show the rest of him or is it? Uh, I don't remember. Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, I don't think so. It probably wasn't that cool. But it it was essentially it was a Super Mario World T-shirt. Yeah. Oh boy, I wish it still had that. Well, maybe it's out there on eBay. Yeah, that's true. Um, That'd be cool. Do you remember any other like uh, Super Nintendo merchandise? Um. Not off the top of my head, um, we, I mean, you know, we, we got the system and mm -hmm. 
and just like games. games and accessories for the games. Yeah, and I think that was like I always like to go a step beyond and get a bunch of like tchotchkes to just like yeah. go with it. Yeah, I don't think my I don't think my dad was too interested in getting like you know extra sort of like um, merchandise. I think he just wanted to like it was the gaming system at the time and yeah. wanted to get these games and stuff. That's that's kind of a difference, like. For you, the Super Nintendo years, like, you had a parent who was interested as well. In yeah, yeah, um, yeah, um... I remember being so jealous of my friends who were in that situation. Like, I know my friend's dad, his game was Super Metroid. Oh, nice. And that just blew my mind. I was like, your dad plays video games? Because to me, like, my mom didn't play video games, like... Uh-huh. It was weird because, like, my dad played video games, but no one else, like, in my family really did that were, that was in close proximity. Like, I had, yeah. like, my uncle and, like, my cousins, like, but they were in Japan at the time, so, like, I didn't see them much. Um, I so, think yeah. in the early 90s, if, you're, if your adult family members played video games, you were lucky. They were really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I thought my dad was really cool, and that's what really got me into, like sort of started my path down video games it was a super nes and like mm-hmm. playing like with my dad and stuff uh i don't think he plays video games anymore but like and he didn't like after a while uh other than i think he was playing like quake <laughs> on pc or something yeah but like yeah uh, but there was a time where he was a real you know super nintendo guy um so we talked about uh the top 10 best selling games. Now I want to talk about the top 10 best reviewed games. And this is from GameRankings.com. Um, it's like a aggregate like review site yeah. where they like kind of compile all these review scores and stuff. And then based on that, you know, they, they have like a list. Um, so this is the top 10 all time list. We'll stop, uh, start from number 10. Uh, Donkey Kong Country. Yes. Um, Super Mario RPG. Yep, yeah, definitely. Uh, Donkey Kong Country 2. See, reviewed so, better then, aggregate score yeah. than uh, Donkey Kong Country. So, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I, I'm probably going to agree with that. Um, A Link to the Past. Both, same spot. Sold. Mm-hmm. It was like 7th best sold, 7th best reviewed. Super Mario Kart number 6. Uh, Final Fantasy 3 at number 5, so that shows you, like, it might not have sold uh, in the top 10, but a lot of people were really, really digging on it. Um, Number 4, Super Mario World. So, sold the most, but didn't, you know, wasn't the most popular. Yeah, it's like the first game for the system. Yeah, yeah. Still up there, but it's number 4. Number 3, Super Metroid. That's, I mean, and, like, to this day, a lot of people consider Super Metroid to be one of the best games of all time. Yeah, so, I'm sure some people think that. Um, a lot of people say it's the best Metroid. Yeah. Um, number two, uh, and I'm, ve- I'm very happy about this, Chrono Trigger, 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 Chrono Trigger. Um, hell yeah. Um, it definitely did not sell... Uh, in the top like 10 bracket but it's number 2 in the best reviewed so 
there's that. And then number one, which honestly is a big surprise to me, um, is Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. Yeah, I didn't as, expect that to be the, the top-reviewed yeah. um, Super Nintendo game. It, uh, Apparently it is. I like Mario, like Mario World better. Sure, me too. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm fine with that. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm surprisingly okay with uh, with Yoshi's Island being number one. I guess like overall, people just like really resonated with that game and just really loved it. And it's people looking back on it. People complain about the sound that the baby Mario makes if you <laughs> like if Yoshi gets hit, uh, if you collide with an enemy. Mario pops off and he's in a bubble and he just immediately starts this horrible crying sound until you catch him. Yeah. And it, but I, I think it, it's effective, like psychologically. It makes you like, oh, it makes shit, you shit, 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 shit. I gotta get, get, get yeah, Mario, get Mario, get Mario. I gotta get that baby. Yeah. Right away. It's actually awesome. Um, but yeah, so those were the top 10 like best reviewed. And you know what? The only one of those, the only two of those, that aren't making it to the Super NES Classic Mini are uh, Donkey Kong Country 2 and Chrono, and Trigger. Chrono Trigger. Which, yeah. again... I'm sure they looked at best reviewed when they were thinking... But they probably looked at best reviewed and best selling. And then there's probably a reason they didn't do Donkey Kong Country 2. Maybe just because they wanted it to be the, the, the iconic first like first one. Which and then there's fine. probably some reason they didn't do Chrono Trigger that's like a reason we don't know or understand. Sure. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I don't know, so, but, I mean, just because those 10 games aren't the only 10 games, I mean, they're not the only games to exist for Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo has one of the biggest uh, gaming libraries of <laughs> all time, oh, man. Uh, and so we have a, just a huge list of, of games, uh, some some other like gems and maybe some that aren't so good and some like licensed stuff and uh just some kind of like goofy off the wall games yeah a lot of these are games that you just won't ever play unless you go get the cartridge the and play it cartridge. on a super nintendo so i'm looking at this list i want to ask you about the first one on it um Artie lightfoot i've never heard of this i have <laughs> absolutely no right. idea what this is um I know you put this on here, so mm -hmm. what's like? Oh. I guess what's your experience with Artie Artie Lightfoot? <laughs> Actually, uh, never heard of it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, the I never heard of it uh, back in the Super Nintendo era. What happened was um, much much later, like in college or something. Uh, our friend Alex gave was kind enough. He he gave me his copy of Artie Lightfoot because uh -huh. uh, he was like, man, I really liked this Super Nintendo game as a kid. Just check it out, and I did. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, graphics are really neat. It's a side-scrolling platformer. Okay. Uh, with a kind of mascot type of character, which is a really popular yeah type of game in that era for both SNES and Genesis. Um, just some kind of animal in some overalls. Sure. Uh, I don't think they really ever did anything else with that franchise. I think, like, within the Super Nintendo Sega era, mm -hmm. there was a lot of, like, okay, so there's Mario and Sonic. And those, like, the two big yeah. like, mascot characters. A lot of... I don't want to necessarily say, like, copycats 
But there's probably people, you know, that like just trying to get popular style. At yeah, the time. it was just like, a lot of animals, a lot yeah. of different, you know. That's a lot just of good ones, a lot of bad ones. Yeah. Um, but you also have Speedy Gonzalez, uh, Los Gatos Bandidos. Uh, yeah. I mean, this was, you know, Speedy Gonzalez, Looney Tunes. Yeah. Uh, this was kind of. It's not great. It's not really fair to compare it. But this was kind of a Super Nintendo Sonic. Okay. It was Interesting. Speedy Gonzalez, and it's a side-scrolling platformer in which you gotta go fast. Okay. I mean, that sounds like Sonic. It's like... essentially like springboards to jump on. You collect sure. little pieces of cheese, which might as well be rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a poor man's Super Nintendo Sonic. Okay. All right. Um, I've heard of Arrow the Acrobat, mm-hmm. but I've never played it. Like, okay, I think so. It's like I've he- I've at least heard of this one. I've heard of this one. I think I've seen yeah. the character a few times uh, over the years. But like, is this also like another like platformer kind of situation? It's definitely in the in the the style of like Sonic. It's uh-huh. kind of like a sassy animal mascot hero. Sure. Uh, Arrow the Acrobat, it's Acro hyphen bat. bat, and he's a bat. Sure. Who is also an acrobat. Sure. In a circus. Yeah. It's a side scrolling platform, a platformer. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, I don't know if this is just me, it's, it's kind of creepy. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, what, what about it would you say makes it? Like the circus music and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 like, it's like if Sonic were in some sort of like insane clown posse <laughs> zone. <laughs> oh yeah. Now, now I'm in, I'm at least intrigued. It's, like I want to check this. Like I might have to look up some videos. Oh god, yeah. Um, look look it up on YouTube. The music's weird. Everything looks weird. The enemies are like clowns and stuff, and um. When I was a kid, I thought, man, this game's really hard. Yeah. But it's it's kind of bad. You know what I mean? Like, it's not hard like, oh, wow, this is a very challenging video game. It's like, I think the places where it's hard, it's just not, not, not well great. put together. Yeah. And mm-hmm. apparently, there was a sequel I never played, and then there was even some sort of spinoff about, like, uh, the, the, the squirrel that's, like... The sub boss of the game, or whatever, under oh, the yeah. under the evil clown, or whatever, the kamikaze squirrel, uh, got some kind of <laughs> spinoff game. <laughs> it was a weird oh, time. Baby, <laughs> oh, man, I don't even know what to think about all that. Um, okay, so um, you have a couple Power Rangers games on here, bro. Of course about, I do. Uh, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers: The Fighting Edition. Yeah. Was this okay? Is this the um, is this a like a beat em up or is this a fighter like a fighter? Okay, look. So let's just go through the uh, the Super Nintendo Power Rangers collection. Because um, there's a, there's several. Yeah, yeah. So there's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, of course, at the t- it's the early '90s. So there's a Power Rangers. There's a million Power Rangers games. There's a Power Rangers game on every platform. Yeah. Um, the first one is. A beat 'em up, like a side-scrolling, like a like a a poor man's Streets of Rage. Sure. Uh, you're just 
you pick one of five Power Rangers uh, from the first season, and you fight through um, the stages, and then you fight a boss at the end of each stage. Yeah. Um, the it's so half-assed, like. All the Power Rangers are just palette swaps of the Red Ranger. Sure. If you know anything about Power Rangers, like maybe that sounds fine. Like they're just different colors and they're all the same. But they're not though. They they look different. Um, except for in this game, they don't. Oh no. Um, it's just the Red Ranger with the Tyrannosaurus helmet, except different colors. Mm. Um, it's not great. Uh, then they there was Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, the game. Uh huh. Which is better. Sure. Uh, and it's not even... But really, it's Power Rangers Season 2, the game. With Ivan, who's just stuck in it as a boss. Mm. Because it's not based on the movie, really. Um, it has the season... Uh, late Season 2 cast. So it's got Rocky, Adam, and Aisha instead of uh, Jason, Zach, and Trini. And it's... Uh, Got Tommy as the White Ranger. Yeah. But then it's got like the Z putties and stuff instead of the uh, the Tango Warriors, okay. the, the bird people from the movie. Yeah. And it's just, it's not really based on the movie. It's a lie. Okay. Um, they uh, had Money More from Power Rangers, the fighting edition. Yeah. If you were going to play a Power Rangers game on Super Nintendo, that might be the one to check out because at least it's something a little interesting, like a little different. Uh huh. What's, what, what's that one like? It's it's a fighting game. Okay. It's like a an okay fighting game, but it's not. Uh, it's Zords. Oh. So it's like the giant fight, like at the end of every episode where the monster grows and they put all the Zords together and fight as a Megazord. It's that as a fighting game. It's kind of neat. There's various different Megazords from the first few seasons. Okay. Um, and there's a collection of different monsters. Um, it's kind of cool. The graphics are really neat. Yeah, that doesn't sound too bad. Um, Power Rangers Zeo Battle Racers. Yeah. That game's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's a racing game oh, with really <laughs> shitty graphics. I'm, I'm, uh... And I don't know why, like, why do we need a Power Rangers racing game I don't like, know why? but I'm looking at this cover and like it doesn't look great okay let's now slow down because well I guess that speaks to the quality of this product because the best thing about it is the cover <laughs> oh <laughs> <So>. god <laughs> and the cover is not even that great okay so. I'm sorry but the cover is pretty sweet the cover <laughs> is the gold ranger on a motorcycle like blasting lasers or bullets or something out of the front of his motorcycle and the gold ranger just looks cool anyway like yeah. if you gave up on power rangers before power rangers zeo um shame on you because power rangers zeo rules because jason came back and became the gold ranger <laughs> um and he has the the kanji for king on his face yeah like that's his face his visor it's no like dinosaur motif or anything it's just like it just says King huge on his face, and that's what he sees out of. That's crazy. Um, and it's it's him riding a motorcycle. It's the only good thing about the game. Oh, God. Uh, I... It's dumb. Don't play it. Uh, but, but I have it. <laughs> so if you're around Joseph, maybe ask him to play it or have him play nah, it for you. No, don't worry about it. I told you all you need to know about it. Let's let it die. Okay, that's fine. Um, so, 
uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4, uh, Turtles in Time. Um, I never played this one, but I actually... Are you serious? No. I, I know God quite damn a, it. I know a lot about it. Like, I... I've, we gotta I've watched, get you some video I've games. I've watched people play it, and like, I mean, it's fun. It just looked like a Turtles, like, beat them up. Turtles in Time fucking rules. Yeah, like... They remade it. I'm not alone in that. It's mm-hmm. definitely the best Turtles yeah, game. Yeah, a lot of, yeah. They remade it, like, in the... 360 PS3 era or something. Yeah. And it was like a digital release. But then they like changed licensing for, for Ninja Turtles and like uh, took it back off oh, the stores. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's still out there for Super Nintendo. Um, was it also, was it an arcade cabinet as well? Yeah. Yeah, it was. That's okay. how it was originally released. Okay. And then they adapted and they, it. And they adapted yeah. it. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's like a cool, you know, you can play one of the four turtles and yeah. each of them has their own like unique weapon and you just, you know, it's a, it's a beat em up. Like you go through yeah. the level and various enemies come through and you beat them up. And you yeah. The graphics are cool though. Like everything's really big on screen. It, it holds, graphically it holds up well. Yeah, it looks really neat. I think. Which is did. why it's a shame that they remade it. Like why? Yeah. Like it looks great. Mm-hmm. Um. That's that's the best Turtles game. The other notable Turtles game is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters, which yeah. is a Turtles fighting game. I played that one on Genesis. Oh, you shit! I didn't play it. I didn't play it on Super Nintendo, but I did. I at least did play it. I think each version had exclusive fighters. Uh, oh really? Yeah, I actually think, don't know about that. Um, I think I'm not entirely sure if that's the case, but. Um, well, on this show, you know, we just make up random information. Well, no, I just, I'm <laughs> trying to remember, I don't know, okay. like, so, I think that's how, that's just how I remember it. So. Okay. Well, it, it was a cool game. Uh, I have it. I would probably go back and, and try it out. Um, there were some Spider-Man games that were worthwhile. Well, I personally enjoyed them. Uh, I, I've never played any of them. I've only, but I've heard good things about them. Okay. So, I mean, Spider-Man and Venom Maximum Carnage. First of all, the cartridge was red. That was pretty sweet. That's insane. Cause like there weren't too many like different colored cartridges at, nah, during this. Wasn't Killer Instinct was black. Killer Instinct right? was black. Was um, Link to the Past, was there ever a gold? Super no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, Maximum Carnage, it's another side-scrolling beat-em-up. Uh, you could be Spider-Man or Venom. Uh, and I was usually, I guess I was usually Venom when I was a kid. Venom was so popular in the 90s. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of web, web slinging, but uh, I mean, you mostly just walk. You could, like, get on the wall, but it almost serves no purpose. Uh, <laughs> it's not like until they got to that Spider-Man game for PlayStation uh-huh. and the and the really bad port to Nintendo 64, unfortunately. But that game was great. You could like really like web swing. Oh, that's awesome! So turns out I was right about tournament fighters. I just mm. wanna Who's the exclusive character? Um, I don't know that information yet, but it says that Konami produced a different fighting game based on the franchise for each platform featuring a different cast of characters. Oh, then they're different games entirely. Uh, That's what that sounds like to me. No, I mean, it says they're all tournament fighters. That's just what they're called. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Um, 
So the other Spider-Man was Venom slash Spider-Man Separation Anxiety. Yeah. They're both based on um, storylines that were really going on in the Spider-Man comics in the 90s, um, which were all symbiote-based. You know, in Spider-Man, there's the the aliens that, like, essentially become Spider-Man costumes and, like, make you kind of mean. And and, uh, Separation Anxiety is this situation in which, like, Venom has a bunch of the symbiote suit that that makes Venom Venom basically has a bunch of kids. Yeah. uh, And it's just all these other symbiotes running amok. Um, Both games, or at least the first one, uh, uh, Maximum Carnage, they have music from this band called Green Jelly. And um, I remember just thinking it was so rad as a kid. That that was their name. Was just no, no, not that it was their name. That it, that it had that music. Good. Look for it. Look up the music from those from those games. It's pretty wild. Um. So also there was a couple uh, Star Wars games for the Super NES, and they are all called Super Star Wars. Um. Well, the first one was called Super Star Wars, and then there was Super Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back, and the third one was Super Star Wars: Return of Jedi. Return of the Jedi. I didn't play any of these, but I... And Brandon I hasn't played many games. Uh, that's not true. I've played plenty of games, just not... Uh, a not lot. Super Nintendo. He didn't He didn't have a Super Nintendo, uh, so... I did. Oh. It's just not... I didn't have these games. Okay, so the Super Star Wars series, um, in retrospect, probably not great. They hadn't figured out how to make Star Wars games yet. Uh-huh. They're just side-scrolling platformers because that's what like every game was back then mm-hmm. um the sprites were kind of interesting like the way the um lightsabers looked was pretty cool yeah i want to um, look up to see i want to see like a screenshot from okay see, like how like it holds i up. think they looked neat they were honestly pretty fun you could use like these force powers um to do like weird super jumps and stuff yeah um in Super uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, you could play as Wicket, the uh, uh, the Ewok. Um, loved that. Um, loved it. So I'm looking uh, at a picture of it um, of gameplay, and it looks pretty good. Like it looks like a Super Nintendo game. Yeah, looks, they were neat. They were yeah, neat. Yeah, it doesn't look like. I think if like I were to play it now, I think it'd be fine. Um, I think those are neat. Uh. I had a book of Super Nintendo cheat codes. Sure. If you remember, like, I... before the internet was this big, you used to, like, be grocery shopping with your mom and be like, can I have this? And they'd be, like, these thick-ass phone books mm-hmm. of, of like, cheat codes for just all the different games. They uh-huh. would just list them off. You would, like, look up the game alphabetically. I never owned any, like, I never owned any of those, like, Oh man, I had a lot of those. But I always would see them in the store, and I would just be like, "Let me just flip through here real quick and see." What <laughs> yeah. Tri- tricks and tips, like. Well, that's what I would do too, and I would be flipping through as we were walking around, and then when it came time to check out, I'd just be like, "Well, I have to get this." Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So those are those are fine. There's some Star Wars games. Um, Breath of Fire Two, which. I'm, I'm kicking myself because I haven't played it, but I hear it's like 
just this like phenomenal like RPG. Yeah. Um, I hear I hear the first one's pretty good too, but I hear yeah. Bre- I hear Breath two of Fire is the two one is, I'm most familiar with. Uh, I hear that two is the like that's the one. Like yeah. when people think of Breath of Fire, they're like, I don't hear one being. I hear two. Yeah. 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 So like, I it's out now it. on. Uh, I think it's it's on 3ds Virtual Console. So hmm. you could I you could get it on 3ds. Yeah. Um, it's pretty long. Did you you played it on? Didn't it come out? A port of it came out on Game Boy Advance. Right? That's right, and I'm yeah. It came to Game Boy Advance, and that's where I played it. Mm-hmm. I never beat it, to be honest. Um, I I was hours and hours into it. My experience with it was playing it on Game Boy Advance. I guess it was my freshman year of high school. In my room uh, after I was supposed to be asleep with a worm light. And I had printed out a walkthrough from game FAQs oh that was hundreds and hundreds of pages well, yeah. and staple it together. Sure. But what happened was it was so many pages that I printed out and like made my own uh, guide yeah. uh, by like printing it and stapling it. But then I, at some point I realized as I was playing through this walkthrough, not all the pages printed. So I got to the end and I was like, oh, I don't have what to do next. Oh no. Um, and I think around that time I like ended up kind of falling off and moving on to other games. Oh, shit. But I would love if the opportunity ever kind of like um, presents itself again, I'd like to come back yeah. to Breath of Fire too. So um, Joseph, Harvest Moon. Yeah. I mean, like you love Harvest Moon. Yeah, I do. But I didn't really jump on the series until... Harvest Moon 64, sure. which is the the next one for, for the next Nintendo. Uh, but Harvest Moon came out on Super Nintendo, yeah. and I got this version on Wii Virtual Console. Uh-huh. And it's good. There's, awesome. a, there's a Game Boy one, too. I think there's a yeah, Game there's Boy a Color few, one or something. There's a few Game Boy ones. Yeah. I, I remember a friend of mine, like, he would be playing on the bus, and so I would see him play yeah. that a lot. Um, so, yeah, uh, Harvest Moon. Uh, Clay, Clay Fighter. Um, I actually did play that on Super Nintendo. I it's not it. good. It's not. I mean, There's um, a sequel, which I own. Um, it's also not good. No, they're not good. They feel like you're not even controlling it. It feels like it feels like you're controlling characters made of clay. That's the premise, was that they were like claymation. Yeah. I mean, It, it feels sluggish, like it, you're trying to mold clay. Yeah, I mean, graphically it looks okay. Yeah, they were interesting. I like the characters, like yeah. that pumpkin guy. Like, yeah. The, um, do you remember Nana Man or something? There was a Banana Man. They were I mean, kind of. I bet they'd be really obnoxious if you looked up the characters now and you're not like nine. They'd probably be pretty obnoxious. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, like, I there was like an evil snowman. Mm-hmm. I just, like. I just remember like renting that game and then being like I was done with it like I think within the first hour of playing it so damn I was just like "Mm." (laughs) you know you know you ever go to the video store and you're like you're like oh this game might be interesting you take it home and then turns out "Mm." nope the only game I ever did that with was Superman 64 oh man I've I've had rental experiences (laughs) a lot of it was Super Nintendo Um, yeah so like I mean uh, that's all I want to say about Clay Fighter. Okay. Um, yeah, I can't believe we even talked about it that much. <laughs> um, Earthworm Jim and Earthworm Jim Two. 
but but the first is better in my opinion. Yeah. Um, um I it's never, also on Genesis. I never played it. <laughs> I know what he looks like. You know what he looks like? Yeah. God. Yeah, I know what he looks okay, like. Okay, so Earthworm Jim is amazing. It's got really unique graphics and just a really fucking weird style of humor mm-hmm. that's about like cows and stuff and boogers. What was the point? Like, <laughs> what was the point? To fuck, to enjoy yourself, Brandon. <laughs> to have fun. To relax and unwind and play an electronic computer game sure, on your TV. Sure. All um, right, that's the point. Well, this next game might be even more gross than Earthworm Jim. It's called Booger Man, a pick and flick adventure. I remember you <laughs> you got this on Wii Virtual Console. Yeah, but I, I played it on Super though too. Yeah, I think I think you had it. I just I remember you when you when it came out on Wii Virtual Console, you're like, yeah, oh hell yeah. This yeah, Booger like... Man's out. <laughs> this was a Genesis game too. Um and it, I think it's the same people as Earthworm Jim Interplay, yeah. and they did the Clay Faces too. Uh, Clayface, uh, the <laughs> the Clay Fighters. Sure. Too. Wow. Um, they had a whole like set of games, uh, and they were kind of interconnected because Boogerman and Earthworm Jim showed up in mm-hmm. a later installment of Clay Fighter. I think the the Nintendo sixty four one. Interesting. Um, but anyhow, uh, Boogerman. It's about it's a, it's a side scroller, side scrolling platformer. Yeah. Um, it's like kind of this '90s like gross out humor, kind of like a garbage pail kids type of situation. Sure, sure, sure. Um, you are a superhero, Booger Man. Yeah. He's this ugly man that's like a janitor or something, and he like I think he like goes down a toilet. And becomes Booger Man <laughs> and just fucking picks his nose and oh, farts shit. and belches. And you like, you like get milk and then you can like, like hock loogies and stuff. And, uh, oh man. It's just, it sounds, it's just snot and boogers everywhere. You <laughs> go to some sort of like hellscape of like human excrement God. and just this sounds fly like, around this and sounds pick like your nose. my worst nightmare. <laughs> Uh, I had a poster. <laughs> I had a Boogerman poster on the wall of my room. It came with uh, Nintendo Power. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Joe and Mac, I never owned this game, but I did play it. Um, I have it. Did, um, what I remember is, like, you're, you're caveman. You are caveman. And... Uh, it's a side-scrolling platformer. It's a side-scrolling platformer. I'll have you, a lot of these games were, were side-scrolling platformers, uh, but this was another Honestly, one. Honestly, that's my favorite genre. Oh, I, lo- oh, I love it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so good. Um, but, like, you, you're a caveman, and yeah. you could play two-player mode. Like, yeah. it was, it was a, a, a co-op. two-player co-op. Yeah. Um, and you just go through the level, and, you know, just... I think it was Data East. Um people that made the it the people that made I it I think so uh, the graphics are cool it's like a big chunky sprites mm-hmm. uh, with very anime animations it's like they're cavemen but like uh, I think one of the first bosses is like this big tyrannosaurus or something and I just remember the way his eyes would bulge out when you beat him up okay it's just a very anime style that's awesome um, I don't 
Was that Super Nintendo exclusive? Did that come? No. Out? Okay. I think that was a. It was. I think it was an arcade game first, and I'm pretty sure it was on Genesis as well. Um, another game that was also on Genesis, uh, but it was on Super Nintendo, was Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I didn't um, play that until Wii Virtual Console. I, I did actually get a chance to. I played it on Sega mm. um, when my cousins were visiting from Japan, like when I was a kid. And I mean, it was, it was fine. It was on Super, right? I'm yeah, not it crazy. Was on, no, okay. it was on Super. Um, I just remember playing the Sega version. I think the Super version is like better. I think people like that one better. Mm. Um, I don't know if there's slight differences between the versions, but um, I think that's... I don't know. I don't have much to say about it. It's just you walk around, there's zombies. You just gotta... Yeah, I never beat it. Yeah. I it was mean, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Bomberman 2. Uh, oh, I played that a lot. Yeah, it's a very good good game. Uh, like It's like classic Bomberman, mm-hmm. like top-down, like... You just you throw the bombs, you blow up the blocks, and you kill the enemies, and then you can play multiplayer yeah. against uh, characters. Um, I guess with that peripheral, like you can play with up to four people, which that's cool. I didn't know that, um, but you know, kind of just more like kind of that classic Bomberman before Bomberman really, um, like in the '64 era, he did a lot, uh, a lot of the games that were like platforming and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I wish the new Bomberman. Bomberman R for Switch. I wish that was good. I've just heard so many I've bad heard, things about it. I've heard it's gotten, like, with updates, it's gotten better. Yeah, I'm curious about I wish they'd put it on sale or something. Yeah, I don't think if it's worth... If that game went on some crazy sale, I'd maybe yeah, pick it up. Yeah, I don't think it's worth the, like, $50. It's like 50 Oh, it is not. Is 50, it? No. Is it 50? No, 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 it's not. It's not. It's at least 40 I don't know. Y'all can look it up. Yeah, um... Uh, Mario Paint. We, yeah, we, talked, kinda, we talked about Mario We kind of talked about that one already. It's a good game. Just, keep, just play it. Uh, Mortal Kombat. So, a bunch of them came out for Super. Uh, they were on Genesis as well. Yeah. Uh, they, they, were diff- they were different, though. Well, right? here's... Okay. Here's the thing. Okay. This was pre-ESRB, the, the game's rating system. Mm-hmm. That came about during the Super Nintendo era. Mortal Kombat was a big reason why. Mortal Kombat had the first one yeah. had blood and it had some pretty excessive violence. Yeah, like I don't think Mortal Kombat the first had fatalities. Maybe yeah, I'm remembering ask, wrong. I was gonna ask like, but it did have a lot. Every time you hit somebody, blood would just splash out of them like you were just like, like they were just wet with blood. No, that's I think that's from the second one too. Uh, but you would punch them. And blood would just splash out like they were just a sponge full of blood. <laughs> it would just splash out everywhere every time you would just hit somebody. That's insane. Um, and then there was one thing I remember. There was a certain level you could like uppercut somebody and they would fall onto these spikes and be impaled. Yeah. It was a violent game. Um, and the Sega version retained all of that from, I guess, from the arcade. Uh-huh. The Super Nintendo version was censored. The blood so didn't, was, when you punched them, the blood didn't come out. Yeah, it was, it was just like, um, it was more like Street Fighter. Uh-huh. Just kind of like, hit them. Uh, so that really set the two apart, and of course makes it to where the Genesis version is 
clearly the superior, the, the better version. Uh, version. Mortal I think Kombat. I've only ever played it on Genesis. Um, Mortal Kombat two, Mortal Kombat three, yeah. Ultimate Mortal Kombat three. Uh, games came out on uh, Super, and eventually they got to where they did have the blood and the, the blood. fatalities and stuff because the ESRB came about, and then they could put ratings on the game. Was that rated M? Sure. Because of the blood and like right. the fatalities. Yeah. Like the- so then Nintendo didn't make them censor it. Well, had the reason they censored it before was they were like, okay, anybody could just buy this game. Like, we don't want these violent games on the system. Kids sure. could play it. Um, Sega was like, you know, the cool ones or whatever, and they didn't give a fuck. Um, so then, like, some government people, like, I know, like, Joe Lieberman and, like, some some uh, politicians got involved and, and made it a big issue. Um, and then, yeah, once there was a rating system, then Nintendo quit enforcing censorship stuff for mm-hmm. the most part. Yeah. Um, because it's like, well, it's fine. Now, if it's rated M... Kids shouldn't have it, so just yeah, know, go for it. Um, what? So another fighting game, which is of of the Super Nintendo era. This is my favorite one. Okay, um, what uh, better than like Street Fighter Two, the fighting game? I never owned it or really played it that much, so um, oh my I God, just have man. to just go with Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct's cool. The way the combos, you could just combo for like a half hour. Yeah. Like a 47 hit combo. There's this like, I can't, I can never remember his name, but he can be different like colors. Um, It's like this weird like man that's like, he can be like green or orange or white. Um, Cinder? Oh, yes. Yes, it's Cinder. He was my favorite. Any fighting game character has different color schemes. That's fine. But I just, I love Cinder. He was red. Love... He's like a molten man. He yeah, kind of looks like the human torch. But he green and white. Well, only because it's different. palette swaps if you picked a... God damn yeah. it, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I just really liked his palette swaps. Okay. And um, you entitled to that. He was not in uh, the next one. He was not. Um, the, uh, but there, I liked the characters, Cinder mm-hmm. being my favorite. But the, like... My favorite was Saber Wolf. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one, too. A werewolf... If I remember correctly, in a cutoff shirt, mm-hmm. you know, like a belly shirt, a werewolf in a belly shirt. I love it. Favorite Killer Instinct character. Um, I remember it was Bee Orchid. Uh, was oh, the girl? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember. Uh, uh, the Superpower Supply catalog had a full gore mask. Really? Full gore was the robot guy. Yeah. He was a robot, so he was like all metal. Uh huh. Um, and he had like an orange top knot, and I'm pretty sure that mask was an actual metal mask, and it really? had the, the top knot. How much? How much? I, it was like over a hundred dollars. Jesus. I remember Christ. looking at it as a little kid and being like, "My mom would never buy me this mask, but if I had it, I'd wear it to school, and then people wouldn't fuck with me." Oh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's really good. Um, Somebody somewhere out there has that mask. Oh, you know. No, I hope they do. I hope somebody has it in a glass display case. Um, so Animaniacs, I've never played that. That's a cool game. It's a cool game. Yeah, Animaniacs for Super Nintendo. They're bringing Animaniacs back, by the way. Did you hear about that? I hope it gets the Samurai Jack treatment and not the Powerpuff Girls treatment. I was gonna, it's the 90s all over again. Yeah, it is. 
But but the Animaniacs Super Nintendo game, it's cool. The characters, the the sprites are so bouncy, and animated. And I remember there's, you know how Animaniacs was part of that like Warner Brothers, uh, Steven Spielberg animation uh, yeah. renaissance. Well, the game really like played off of that and the, I remember elements of like the alien films being incorporated into it. I, you could get a face hugger on you in the NBX game. I remember like some level where you would like bounce on balloons. Oh shit. It was just I don't know I was into it. Um, I liked it. Wario's Woods um, which actually like that game came out on NES first. Did it? No. It didn't come out so I don't know for sure but I think it came out on Super Nintendo, and then it was one of those games where they released it also, on like a pared-down version for NES. Yeah. Weird. Okay. Kind of like, um, I think they did that with Yoshi Cookie. Oh, yeah. Uh, they so did that with a few Yoshi. puzzle. There's yeah. a few puzzle games well, where the they one, went backward. The one I remember is the Super Nintendo one. That's the one I had. Um, I would play it over at a friend's house, and I just remember their mom just wrecking shit in that game. <laughs> I don't know what it was. But That's they, how it was as a kid. Mom, People's parents yeah. would always be better at puzzle mm-hmm. games. Like, his mom was just really good at Warriors Woods. It's like, nobody could beat her. That's uh, cool. So, like, she was just, like, that was her game. And it was cool, because it was just weird, because, like, I know all these kids who, like, had parents that would play video games, like, either with them or just by yeah. themselves. So it was interesting. Um, so that's my, my, my Wario's Woods you play actually it's called Wario's Woods you play as Toad yeah you're, you're trying to get to war like yeah you have these like it's Toad uh, versus Wario essentially bas- basically you're trying to get to Wario like where's that go on the timeline I don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's before um, Super Mario <laughs> okay um, um, so uh, the, the weird that you're Toad it kind of plays off his like strength yeah. that was in Super Mario Brothers Two. Like as if you played as Toad in Mario Brothers Two, uh, you pick up like enemies or you pick up turnips, and and he still can move and jump at the same speed. Uh-huh. Doesn't slow him down. So in this game, he can uh, pick up the uh, little critters that fall down and yeah. toss them, even like really tall stacks of them. But then he can also run up and down the sides of them. Like he's just running up the wall. It's really odd. That is, but I love it. I but love it. I like the toad sprite in that game. If you remember how it looks, I have to check that out. Yeah, it's cool. It's a good game. Wario's Woods. Um, Pitfall, the Mayan Adventure. Never uh, played it or seen it played I in my life. I have played it. I never beat it because it's hard. Um, but it was fun. It's, it's technically a sequel to the pitfall game uh it's just like pitfall came out for nes it's it's a side scroller uh (laughs) you're this dude and you have a whip and you're like going through the jungle and is his name pitfall that's not (laughs) no um i i really remember there was like a special like button combo you could put in to the game and you could play the classic pitfall Mm. Uh, I've never played any kind so, of pitfall anything in like, my life. I don't think the series made it past 1996. <laughs> so, like, unless there's, like... And I'm not going to look this up because I don't care. Uh, but unless there's, like, a new pitfall, I'm 
pretty sure that series is died. Temple Run the spiritual successor of uh, Pitfall? No, because like you were, I mean, you did go into temples and stuff, but it was very much like you started out in the jungle and like you had to like Tomb Raider, kind of sure. Uh, but that's that's really all I have to say about Pitfall. It was, okay. it was fun, just it was hard. I never beat it. Uh, you can play the classic one. That's it. Did you ever play Final Fantasy Mystic Quest? I did not. Um, this, I want to say this was like uh, the premise for Secret of Mana, kind of? Wasn't it? Like, did they kind of kick off that series? I sure don't know. Um, but it was kind of a like simplified uh, Final Fantasy. Really? Yeah. So what was it like? Um, it was the first RPG I ever played. I rented it multiple times. I remember it was really hard. I remember being stuck on it. Uh-huh. And my mom just screaming at the Nintendo. Because <laughs> she didn't... I, I understood that like sometimes you're just stuck in a game. And sure. that's okay. We're still having fun. But she was like angry... That the product she paid for from the blockbuster was oh. not was not working right, <laughs> but like it was just because I was stuck because it's an RPG and I was really little and it's you know RPGs take take some thinking yeah and I was a dumb kid so uh, but it was cool I remember it just had like a, a really interesting like uh, kind of kind of like magical feel to it like atmosphere. I'd like to check it out. I mean, yeah. I've heard some, like, interesting stuff about it. Yeah, it's um, cool. Primal Rage. Now, Do you remember I've that? played, um, I guess, I've played, a, like, this one of the games in the series. Yeah, um, did you play the arcade? I think machine? I played, no, we, did we play it on GameCube? I feel like... Are you thinking of Rampage? Mm, no, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's Primal Rage. Okay. Um, I don't remember a GameCube Primal Rage. Maybe not. I don't. Are you thinking of Bloody Roar? Oh yeah, that's what I'm, I'm thinking of Bloody Roar. Sorry, okay. but I guess I never did play Primal Rage. Primal Rage is a fighting game. It's a very '90s fighting game because it's it's dinosaurs. I was gonna ask. And like giant dinosaur-like monsters. Do you killing each other? Okay. It's a fighting game. Okay, and yeah. you're, are, you, are you these creatures from the get-go? Yeah. Okay. You're thinking, there you go, you're thinking okay, of Rampage. I keep, I keep thinking of... Where you turn, I think you're the creatures from the get-go. In Primal Rage, and I had a whole line of action figures of Primal Rage. I don't know why, I just got, there's this monkey, I think his name is Blizzard. Yeah. It's like a giant evil, uh, giant ape. There's Chaos, I think was his name, of like the red, just fucking palette swap of, of Blizzard. Yeah. Uh... And bunch of dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, and then there's little villagers. And during the fight, you can reach down and pick up the little humans. Oh, God. And eat them. Oh, no. And in the Genesis version, you could pee on them. Oh, no. <laughs> and I remember my mom reading in the newspaper out loud. What is this world coming to? This, I'm reading here, it says here this Primal Rage game. You can just pee on human beings. You're just a giant and you just pee on people. And that is just filthy. That is terrible. I would never 
buy something like that and i was like mom i have that game you bought me that game oh (laughs) (laughs) she was like god damn it (laughs) oh well it's already too late it's too late now um pac-man 2 the new adventures now i never owned this one but i rented it quite a lot yes um it had that song that (laughs) <laughs> like it had that song in it. Great job. Um, it had that song in it, and I remember um, if you you could like at one point you could like expend some power or like you get these like there's these like I don't remember how the pellets. The pellets. I think if you get enough pellets, you can turn into like a super super like, Pac Man. Yeah, yeah, with a cape and shit. Right. You can like fly around or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. That's. I think that's what I remember about that game the most. Uh, mm-hmm. That the music and uh, that you would walk from screen to screen, and it was. Uh, I I don't want to say it was a platformer because you didn't necessarily jump. No, look, it was. Different is very unique. <laughs> it was in that you did not play as Pac-Man. Japanese name of the game was something like Hey Pac-Man, uh-huh. and that's kind of what it was like. It was like Hey Pac-Man, I want you to do this. Yeah, you like to because <laughs> you all play as like yourself, uh-huh. the player, and you have a slingshot, and you're trying to communicate <laughs> with Pac-Man and tell him what to do, and he would stand there slack-jawed, like Whoa, what to do next. And you would, like, shoot him in the head with a slingshot to, like, wake up, get your ass in here. And you would, like, knock shit out of trees to catch his attention uh-huh. and, like, hit things and, like, direct his attention toward them. Oh and it was, like, just trying... It was like playing charades with uh-huh. Pac-Man to get him to do what you want him to do. Oh, my God. And he had a house and a family and a wife. <laughs> <laughs> and you had to I, like drag his ass out on I this adventure. I don't think I ever it was made it difficult. past this certain point. It was it was not an easy. I game. feel like I remember being in a mine. There were a lot of like in Super Nintendo. You usually ended up in a mine in a mine cart at some point. There was like this farm or something. I don't know. I remember, <laughs> I remember this farm. I would I love remember, to replay this. Yeah, I. I would like to replay it just to see if it would just frustrate the shit out of me and if like I remember being frustrated uh, with it as a kid. Yeah, because I don't But also liking it a lot. I think mm-hmm. this was my introduction actually. This is my introduction to Pac-Man. You wanna know something? Yeah. Same. <laughs> we came along at the wrong time. Yeah. Um well, that's alright. Um the Adventures of Batman and Robin. Uh, I didn't play this game. The only Batman game I played for Super Nintendo was Batman Returns. Is that any good? Um, it's okay. It's another side scroller beat 'em up. Mm. You know. I have a Batman Forever game for Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. and it's terrible. I, it's just unplayable. I believe that. It's one of the worst games I've ever played. Um. But uh, this, yeah, Adventures guess, of Batman and Robin. This is based, based on the cartoon. The, yeah, I was gonna ask the animated series. Yeah, that. Sorry. Right. Sounds. It sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it has a nice look to it. It kind of it has the right feel. It feels like the the animated series. Uh huh. Um, it's it's not amazing, but it's it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I only rented it like once. Yeah. But it was it. I mean that that must animated series it, was very nineties. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> 
Ah, Real Monsters. Yeah. I watched Do you remember the show. Our Real Monsters? Well, I watched the show. I had all the toys. Um, I had all the action figures. I had all the plushes. So and I had the Super Nintendo I was going to say, it makes sense that you also had the game. Oh, yeah. Um, what was the game like? Because I, uh, I remember the show. Yeah. I don't remember the game. I it's side scrolling platformer. Did you play as can you switch between Yeah, the, you were like, all three. Okay. It cool. is Crum and Oplina. Alright, cool, cool. Um it had that cool like garbage dump aesthetic. Yeah. Uh that was a neat thing about it. I think I remember the graphics being kinda cool. Like if you can imagine like Super Nintendo Sprite graphics of like the cartoon. The 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 Aro Monsters cast. Uh-huh. That was that was neat. Um, I remember it being hard and when I think back on games from my early childhood that were hard usually they were not hard they were bad Yeah, you know what I mean and as a kid I didn't understand that some games were good some games were bad it was just like man this game's just too hard but it's like it wasn't designed well Yeah, like you couldn't figure out what to do or you couldn't play it Smoothly, you would I just would, be stuck all the time, and to me, I didn't realize back then that it was. Just I thought bad. it was my fault. <laughs> I thought it was but my no, fault. It's actually just a bad. Yeah, game. it just wasn't good. Um, so I don't know nothing about this. This next one, uh, Ranma, uh, half hard battle. Yeah. This, um, I know it's based off the. the you know Ranma half. Yeah, it's I, the Rumiko Takashi uh, manga slash anime. It's based about, off that. Uh, the martial artist who. Uh, she and her father are well he and his father are cursed uh, they fall in this water and then uh, every time they get like wet after that uh, I'm oversimplifying it but essentially every time they get cold water or warm water something like that they transform into the forms of the last two people who died in that water they fell in uh-huh. I don't know that's a really convoluted thing but sure, sure. basically it's this guy martial artist that keeps turning into a girl in weird situations and uh-huh. hilarity ensues sure 90s uh anime manga um there was a fighting game of it that my friend had wow and i don't know it was just weird it was like pre anime boom this was like when when anime was so like dubbed over that they just pretended it wasn't Japanese. Oh no! And there weren't like really weebs yet. Yeah. Uh, not a lot, and like you know, there was still that tiny, like, uh, animation, like Japan anime or whatever. Oh, like yeah, yeah. No section one, in the. No one called it anime. Yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was just, it was, it's kind of weird looking back that that game got localized. Yeah. That's... Yeah, I played it at my friend's house and that was my first, I, I didn't know what Rama Half was. Weird. Um, excuse me. Um, The Tick, which, yeah. I mean, it's based off that. It's a um, beat em up. So I just go and beat em up. Uh, not a great game, but I played it a lot. Yeah. To where I would say I like this game. Just, I played it so much. Uh, it had, The Tick was a really popular uh, cartoon on yeah. Fox Kids, uh, but it was based off a comic. But as a kid, I was more familiar with the cartoon. Yeah. Uh, the game has, is more, 
it's it's kind of an amalgam of the comic and the cartoon. Okay. And so it got a little bit of that edge that the comic had. Yeah. And that was cool. So it wasn't like the live action show that, that hadn't exist that didn't exist for quite some time <laughs> at this point. Oh, uh, that's that's a very small piece of the Tick mm-hmm. franchise. Yeah, uh, that show didn't last too long. There's another live action show now coming, like a Netflix show or something. Well, maybe I'm a Tick fan. Sure. I like the Tick. Um, although I can't really vouch for like the live action stuff. Mm-hmm. The cartoon is very good. Yeah, I've, I've heard good things about the, the uh, comic. And the comic is funny too. Um, the Ren and Stimpy show, uh, Fire Dogs. I never played this. I had this one for... I had a Ren and Stimpy game for, for Game Boy. Oh, yeah. And I remember you talking about that. It had a total of three levels <laughs> so my hope is that, my hope is that this Ren and Stimpy no and, I don't remember it being any good I just oh, remember man. renting it and Ren and Stimpy was just such a big part of the 90s sure I, I just I just wanted to talk about Ren and Stimpy for just a second oh yeah no our, Ren and Stimpy's great program. yeah uh, there were there, I think there were a bunch of Ren and Stimpy games for Super Nintendo I think they just kept like shitting them out <laughs> just throwing them at it Please. see what sticks yeah, y'all kid, y'all kids love Ren and Stimpy. Just here, here you go. here's another one. I, the '90s were so big on just like poo poo pee pee jokes, <laughs> like for, for kids, right? Like so many like gross out. Here. Yeah, there was Beavis and Butthead for Super Nintendo too. It's just like a bunch of like degenerate like uh, toilet shit. Yeah, a lot of just like side scrolling platforming <laughs> beat them up. They would just make anything into a side scroller. Because I think that was just, e- just easy. Yeah. And I wasn't like... Looking back, it's cool to see 16-bit sprites of like everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, some of them don't like the best, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, this game, uh, Mega Man 7 for this... Uh, Super NES. I I played it a little bit. Yeah. It okay. So X. At this X point, is way better. X has been out at this point. I think. I don't remember, but I um, I don't remember. But regardless, between X and Seven, X takes like. Oh, X is the, the just cake. way leaps and bounds better. Yeah. But Mega Man Seven is good. It's cool. Yeah. It's I, neat to see Mega Man because Mega Man One through Six are all. NES games with the same friggin' graphics. Seven makes the jump to these cool uh, Super Nintendo graphics. Yeah, I mean, he looks alright. Oh, the uh, whole thing looks alright. Yeah. It's a very cool looking game. Um, the plot's neat. It's a little bit of a jump ahead to a new plot for Mega Man. It's mm-hmm. first appearance of Bass. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, also okay. known as Forte, Japanese name. Yeah. Uh, he's a cool addition to the Mega Man cast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like Bass. It has like an intro level the way that X does. Yeah. Like if you familiar with Mega Man, God, I hope you're fucking familiar with Mega Man if you listen to our show. If you're not, go familiarize yourself with the Mega Man franchise. Watch, um, the, watch the TV show. Well, we'll get to that when we do our Mega Man show. But uh, oh God, no brother. Uh, but Mega Man uh, X and Seven, they have like an intro stage where like you're just thrown right in. Yeah. And you're playing. Mega Man, and then it tells a little, there's a little bit of exposition, mm-hmm. uh, mostly through gameplay and like a like a confrontation where there's some text. Yeah. Um, and then it opens up into the like 
choose which robot master you're gonna go after. Okay, okay. Cool. So I, it was just a neat way to to open a Mega Man. Yeah. Um, and then there was Mega Man Soccer, which I never played. Did you ever play it? No, I've never. So neither one of us okay. have played it. I put that on our list because I would always see it at Blockbuster and just be like, one of these days. Except for still, no, I haven't. Yeah, I mean, I Because <laughs> I don't care about soccer. Yeah. I but mean, I do care about Mega Man. So. so a sport a, a sport game. Yeah. Because Mega Man's in it. Um, so Disney, during this time, um, they had quite a few um, good and bad um, games that came out for uh, Genesis and Super Nintendo. Um, a lot of times, uh, one, one version would be superior to the other. Um, I put on this list Disney's Aladdin, um, which was developed by Capcom, mm-hmm. of all people, um, for the Super Nintendo. And they also made one for Genesis, but it was a different developer, and that one's not nearly as good as this one. Mm-hmm. Um, this one just has really, really great platforming. Um, it has such and cool the graphics. Music, the music's good. Um, the graphics are great. If if you go back and play this game, it like graphically holds up. Yeah, the fluidity um, of Aladdin's movements mm-hmm. and his puffy pants. Yeah, is just so cool. Yeah, they really like. Of all the Disney games, that's my favorite one. Like they they knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Like, oh man, now I, want, I feel like playing that right now. Yeah. See. A lot of these games on this list yeah. would never make it to Virtual Console or any kind of like classic mini. These are games you just have to go get that cartridge yeah, and you play gotta, it on the original you hardware. You gotta hunt them down and just like, if you're curious enough, like some of these games... It's worth it. Yeah. I play mean, old games. We, we listed a lot of, a lot of games, uh, but I mean like a lot of these games are pretty good and worth yeah. playing and I... Aladdin's one of them. Uh, and Aladdin, yeah, for for sure. It's an awesome game. Um, Mickey Mania, the timeless adventures of Mickey Mouse. I, Mickey Mania is cool. I don't really know. You never which, played it. I never played it. It open. It has like a black and white part. And it, you're like traveling through Mickey Mouse's timeline. Okay. There's like a Steamboat Willie part that's black and white. Interesting. Yeah, it's a really neat like Mickey Mouse retrospective. That's cool. Size scrolling platform. Honestly, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. I played this one with um Alex. It wasn't that. It was but it was oh, another it was uh, another the name eludes me right now. Yeah, I, we, I could almost person, come up with it. Yeah, one person plays as Mickey and the other person plays as Mickey. Is it like Mickey Quest or something? Mm, something like that. It's just like you uh the other Mickey game. Yeah, it's it's another. Yeah, Mickey people game. like it. I, it's, it's uh, pretty oh, good. It's Castle of Illusion or something like that. It wasn't Castle of Illusion. Uh, I, don't, I don't think. Okay. Um, but it was another one. It. I mean, it was fun. Well, Mickey Mania is the one that I played. Uh-huh. Um, Maui Mallard in Cold Shadow. I don't know one, and I have no fucking clue. Who Mallard <laughs> is. Uh, so Joseph, why don't you, Tell me who Maui Mallard is. Okay. And why why is he in the cold shadow? <laughs> I don't actually. Uh, I my recollection of Maui Mallard lore it uh, leaves much to be desired. <laughs> but I will tell you that Maui Mallard is essentially 
um, the time when Donald Duck became Hokage. It is uh, like a martial art. Okay. 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 Donald Duck is a blind martial artist hero. How about that? Okay. That's Maui Mallard. Okay. <laughs> All right. It I'll... was heavily advertised I... when it came out. I think I had a poster. I, okay. I trust you. I'm not recommending it. There's nothing to trust. <laughs> it's a game that exists. Trust me on that. Okay. Um, but but Toy Story was good. No, it wasn't. No? Well, I, I, okay, that's my opinion. Our friend Andy will stand by this game. I, I thought it was pretty good. I didn't like it. Maybe I'm... I played it a lot. I owned it. I played it. I think I had the player's guide. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I feel like it was unfair it was at weird. times. It was really hard. Do you remember um, the RC car levels? Yes. I, I didn't like those. Um... I just love Toy Story so much that I had to own the game. Uh Uh-huh. And this is probably my second favorite one behind uh, Aladdin, uh, the Lion King game. Yeah. For Super Nintendo. Really a cool look to it. Yeah. um, They did, like, a movie-to-game transition. Like, I don't know. That's another one where Disney, like, and whoever did I can't. I don't know who developed this one, but... They just did a really good job with this one, like music-wise, like platforming. Uh, it was just a fun game. Like I, I remember playing that game on both Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Like I played it on both systems, and just um, like the feel of it was just real fun and platforming. It was it was pretty challenging. I think I made it to the end one time, and uh, like. I don't think I ever beat Scar, who was the final boss. But I remember that one being hard. Um, yeah, it wasn't an easy one, but it was still fun. So, like, I say of, like, the Disney ones that we named, uh, I would say Aladdin, probably Lion King, and Mickey Mania would be the the, the ones to, yeah. to check out. And if you yeah. ever see them out in the wild, I would probably just... Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so we have a couple weird ones. I don't... I mean, I... <laughs> uh, this first weird one okay joseph okay <laughs> this game is called family dog that's right i have <laughs> family I dog i don't know any for super know. nintendo okay. entertainment system. tell me tell me about family yes. dog well i'll tell you what right. it's a side-scrolling platformer sure sure of course <laughs> as as most people are, uh, like 99 percent of super nintendo games and um it is based on uh, cartoon. Okay. Which I had never heard of, and I to this day have never seen even a <coughs> clip of. Yeah. Um. Apparently, it only lasted like ten episodes. Sure. It was a failed cartoon. Yeah. Which in the nineties, nothing was just what it was. Everything had a toy line, mm-hmm. a cartoon, a, a video game, game, game spinoff. There was nothing just came out on its own as an original piece of media. Yeah. Everything, it was just, everything was blown up into a whole franchise yeah. in the 90s. Family Dog was no different. So I rented and then eventually bought. Uh, so you re- Yeah, yeah. I re- rented I, it. Yeah. And then you, you must, something must have clicked with you so much. Oh, it clicked. It. It, I think I rented it more than once and then, and then bought it. Family Dog. Uh, didn't know until like much later. Didn't know until like retrospectively that it was a cartoon. Okay. Um, it's 
the game is so bizarre. I actually, it's not a good game, but I recommend it nonetheless because it's a truly bizarre experience. That's especially without knowing the source material at all. <laughs> you start the game. Okay. It's a little bit of a cutscene to start out with, where it's this dumb-looking dog digging on the sidewalk, and then they like yell at him to come in the house, and you go in the house. Yeah. And it's like a typical like you know '90s family, single-family dwelling uh-huh. house. Yeah. Except it's a side-scrolling platformer, so the house just goes on forever. For the length of, like, if you picture the length of, like, a, a typical side-scroller level, like a Mario level or something. Yeah. It's, like, really long and eventually has, like, a finish line situation. It's like that. So, it's, like, an like a mile-long living room. Wow. With Where you can hop up on bookshelves and picture frames are somehow thick enough for this dog to jump up off a bookshelf or off the top of a lamp or something onto picture frames on the wall and you get pretty high up on picture frames so the ceiling must have been like you know i don't know just like really really high and you're jumping from picture frame to picture frame the children of the house jump out from behind recliners and shit and try to kill you Oh, they no. hate the dog. It's I don't know what the cartoon was about. I guess it was about a household in which everyone abused this like, like, dumb dog. That sounds awful. Yeah. So you're just <laughs> in this insane house, running away from vacuum cleaners and that are just screaming around on their own, uh, and children shooting you with like nerf guns and stuff and popping out from behind lamp posts that aren't even thick enough for them to be hiding behind like cartoon physics Mm -hmm. and uh yeah definitely and the music is the music makes you feel like you're Uh a little bit out of it (laughs) oh my god i i gotta look it's anxiety provoking yeah so it's a dog abuse simulator okay but you're the abused dog (laughs) Um, so check that out next um we have shaq fu they're bringing that back. They're yeah, I was going to say, okay, so the original one is, at its core, it's, it's a fighting game. Okay. With Shaq. Is Shaq's it a fighting game or is it a, uh, a beat-em-up? No, it's a fighting I haven't game. played it. It's a fighting okay. game. I played it, I played it with Alex. Um, it's a fighting game. It's not good. <laughs> but, and the, okay. and most, people, most people would say, that's not good. But it's weird because it's Shaq. Shaq Super Nintendo. It's Shaq. Why not? There was a Michael Jackson Super Nintendo. I know. It's just, it's Shaq and like these weird other fighters. Oh. Like. Like fictional type of characters. Yeah. Like, He's not he fighting other NBA yeah, no, basketball Yeah, men. it's just like, it's Shaq in this weird, bizarre, like Shaq world. Mm-hmm. Um. Finding these fictional characters. So let me ask you something. Does Shaquille O'Neal, does Dr. Shaquille O'Neal yeah. know martial arts in real life? I don't know. He I does. Would think he, so. he has a a PhD equivalent degree. He has an E I, an ED, I think. I a, think a, a doctor of education. I think does, he, is he a martial artist as well? Secretly. Okay. Shaq is a secretly a martial He doesn't want us to know. Okay. Like in real life. That's why he like 
He's throwing us off with Shaq food. Well, he's it? coming back. Is Shaq yeah. Fu coming to Switch? Shaq Fu is coming to Switch. You get the fuck out of here. I am dead serious. All right. Uh, it's coming to Switch. It looks... the Okay, so the premise, they had a trailer for it, and it's like, 1994, Shaq Fu came out. And it, out. And, it, <laughs> and, then, and they were like, and it sucks. <laughs> nuh Yes, they legit... Oh, my God. It, they're spinning it like... Shaq Fu was bad. <laughs> Here's what. But in the year in 2017, we're coming back with a new one, and it's it's not gonna. I pl- please, it's not gonna. Be, it's not gonna be as bad as it's, it's gonna be at least better than the last one. Oh my god! So like that's funny. Um. So How yeah. How old is Shaq? I want to say he's like 40s, 50s. He's, you're guessing. Yeah, I'm guessing. Okay. I mean. I, if you want to know, no, I don't. The man, that, no, because now never I do. Mind, never mind. No, now I now I have to know how old Shaq is, because. Uh, All right. Well, I'm gonna continue with this list. He's gonna continue. With the this next list. game. He's forty-five. Oh. He's forty-five, by the way. Home improvement. <laughs> no. A side-scrolling platform. I, I never played this game, but I've seen with Tim Allen. I've seen footage of this game, and it just looks. I think it has a dinosaur in it. So goddamn bizarre! It came with a um, sticker that says "Real men don't need instructions." Oh my god! Like okay. with it came with the did instruction book. Did you buy this game? No. Did you rent it? No, I've never played it. Okay. Unfortunately, so I've I would seen, like to have it. I've seen clips of eBay it. this thing, and so like Tim Allen. Is trying to get to Tool Time. <laughs> he has to go. He's on the set. He's on like a Hollywood set you or mean, something. Oh my he god! He has to get. I think he now. Has hold to on. Get, is it? Is this game like meta? Is it like fourth? Is Tim Allen trying to get to Home Improvement, or is Tim the Tool Man Taylor trying oh, to I get guess to? It's, I guess it's Tim the Tool Man Taylor. What if it was Tim Allen trying to get to the set of Home Improvement to then play Tim, Tim Taylor? To try to get to the set of Tool Time. I would love it. That would be <laughs> I would love that. But, but Tim Allen is on some hard drugs, and so he can't see in dinosaurs <laughs> and feeling like he has to jump over gaps. And so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so like the first, the first stage is like, the first stage is like this, um, yeah, it's like a dinosaur, like, <laughs> like Stone Age, like set. And then like, you have to find these tools and you have to use them to oh like God. get through, I guess the level. Um, and it's just the game does not look good at all. Is JTT in it? I, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, nineties heartthrob. I think that the I think the kids do show up. Oh God! Do you um, remember though? In the intro to the show, isn't there a, like a a video game mm-hmm. segment? Yeah, in one of the <laughs> earlier seasons, there's like oh a video game God. segment with like the kids. Oh, it's um, so weird. You know, he actually left that show. Like, J- J- JTT, he left towards the end. I don't remember that. And he, he left because he wanted to go to college, and now he's like this, like, he's like this pro-life. Like, oh, God, guy. I know. All the all my faves from the 90s are way too problematic. Uh-huh. He's a pro-life activist, and isn't Hanson Mbop? They didn't have a video game, I don't think, but they 
are like super Christian or something. I mean, I wouldn't put it past Hanson to, to be Christian. I don't know if they're problematic necessarily. Like, I know they're still making music. We'll have to, we'll have to look them up. Yeah, we'll... Uh, Mbop was one of my early, our, one of my first listen albums. Listen to our Mbop cast <laughs> coming soon. No, that's all things Hanson. That's not coming uh, ever. <laughs> okay, so that was like those are some odd games. Maybe not mm. great, but they're charming in the sense that like they're just so weird. Fucking weird. Yeah. Um, we have a couple bad games though. Um, first one is Ultraman. Towards the future, and I oh. I assume this is, you know, Ultraman from like the sixties. Yeah, Ultraman, the Tokusatsu, like, uh, hero. So what? The giant. What about this game man. makes it so bad? Well, the controls is fucking awful. You can hardly play it. It's a fighting game with like no features. Oh no. Um. That's like the worst kind. Of oh, it's game. really bad. It's the most bare bones, shitty fighting game. Anything? It's just, it's garbage. It's uh, just absolute garbage. How did you come across I, weirdest story, I was with my cousin okay. in probably third or fourth grade, and his mom wanted to go to, like, some fabric store, and I don't know why, but we were, you know, she's, like, was shopping for mom stuff in this fabric store sure. and just turned us loose and we had a whole case of surges <laughs> Ooh, <yeah. laughs> you remember surge it's back oh i know we, so we were guzzling surge and looking for something to do at the fabric store and for some reason there was just a super nintendo really? set up to play like i think it was like a mom and pop store and they just had like their kids had it just out on the floor just a super nintendo and so the game on there was Ultraman. So we were just like hyped on Surge yeah. and just trying to play Ultraman and it just wasn't having us. Oh, it just was no. like the worst game. And so then I bought it years later for like a dollar. And then you tried to play it again. And yeah, and I was like, yep, this turns out this is <laughs> a really awful game. Really this is bad. a terrible game. Um, so the next game is... Dragon's Lair. I thought people liked that. I, I guess people do. I do not. I, <laughs> I if people somebody's like somebody's gonna be mad. We're gonna hate mail. If people don't, if people like Dragon Lair, I don't. I don't fucking know because I sure as shit don't like okay. it. Okay. Or at least um, it. I know this, nothing about. It. I think I can picture what this, it looks like. Okay, so like this um, like was originally on a different system, like an older system, I don't fucking know, but it got ported to Super Nintendo. Okay. Um, and it's like, based, like, is like this cartoon or something? Yeah, like, yeah, that, I'm picturing like um, this kind of like doofy looking knight character. Yeah, he has like this weird like- Almost like Looney Tunes animation like, or like Disney movie animation. Yeah, the, the animation, to me, I don't like the animation. And like, were they able I, to do that on Super Nintendo? I don't know. I bet they weren't. I don't think they're. I think that's what was cut from that. <laughs> I think the charm that, of it. I think yeah. I think that's what people really liked the animation, and it wasn't. I don't think it was really. Okay. Consistent. But it's, it's a it's a platformer. Oh. And the controls on it aren't super duper great, and I just every time I played it. I was like, man, this sucks. <laughs> Where were you playing it? I, we we owned it. Oh, okay. We had a copy of it, um, and it was just like, man, this sucks. Like, <laughs> why, like, why am I playing this game? 
And so then I would stop, and then I would forget. Would <laughs> play it again and just have the same experience. You just had to so, learn your lesson over and over yeah, again. Yeah, Dragon's Lair. <laughs> if it's, if people like that, that's cool. Not for, <laughs> it, not for me. At least not the Super Nintendo okay. version. If there's like a better definitive version, I guess point me in that direction. I have no interest in playing Dragon's Lair, though. So that's fine. Um, and then I also put, there's this game, um, Mario, okay, so Mario went through a lot of, uh, they licensed him out to a lot of different, <laughs> uh, people in the 90s, and he had this, like, edutainment series, uh, and this, it was called Mario's Early Years, and <laughs> sub, subtitled. That sounds like it'd be a sub, game about baby Mario. Sub, subtitled Preschool Fun. <laughs> So, like, it's an edutainment game, and it has the sprites from Mario World as the graphics. Okay. So that's Off cool. to a good start. That's cool. The, like, point of it is, like, you would play these little mini games, and basically it's, like, you, you learn. <laughs> what do you learn? Like, I don't know, how to spell words, or, like, how to do some, like, basic math, and, like, guess shapes and stuff. Like, just... <laughs> Really rudimentary. Guess like, shapes. Yeah, just like <laughs> look, look this game up. Like as a kid, even as a kid, I was like, guess shapes. I was even as a kid, What's I was Mario? like, even as a kid, I was just like, why am I like, why am I playing this? Like I could be playing, you know, I could be playing. Super just Mario. play real Mario. Yeah, uh, I would still make the mistake of getting Mario's Time Machine and Mario's Missing. And I, I, beat, play, I beat both of them. I played Mario's Time Machine. No, I played Mario's Missing quite extensively. I beat both of them. Uh, they're not good. Well, Mario's Time Machine, I feel like I got to the part, which I think is like the beginning, where you're in the time machine and you're in like the time stream or water or something and you keep getting stuck in like little whirlpools uh -huh. and yeah. I just stopped there like I couldn't even figure oh out God. how to control it I think that was like the world map but yeah. I couldn't yeah it's... I was just stuck from the get-go oh God I didn't know what button to push well, none of... okay so any of the Mario edutainment <laughs> so games, poorly designed just just no um, so we have <laughs> a couple more games to talk about uh, and then we have our category for these is product placement. Oh, these are both wonderful. Um, Chester Cheetah. Too cool to fool. Uh, so, I didn't play this one. I own it. Um, like, complete with, with manual and box. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So this, this is part this, of my collection. This is a Cheetos Frito-Lay branded... <laughs> Game Fritos. No, God, Brandon, you fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cheetos, the video game. <laughs> it's a side-scrolling platformer. So, so you're playing as Chester Cheeto? <laughs> no, it's Chester it. Cheetah. He's not a Cheeto. Oh, shit. He eats Cheetos. Okay, but so, he's a right. Cheetah. Let me ask you this. And he's too cool to fool. Does he? Okay, in the game, does he? collect Cheetos. He sure as hell does. You know those ones <laughs> that are paws? They're like, they had them in the 90s and they've recently come back. Yeah, they're, they're like puffy. Yeah, they're Cheetos puffs shaped yeah. like paws. Mm -hmm. He collects those like Mario gets coins. You know, they're just sure. floating, suspended in air. 
in like the woods. Now, <laughs> what was what was Chester Cheetah's goal? He was either breaking into or out of the zoo, and I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> But then he would be on roller skates and playing the guitar, and he just—it was Chester Cheetah. Pretty much just did whatever the fuck he wants. It's called too cool to fool. I love it. Oh my god! It's another one of those games where, as a kid, I thought, "Man, this game is just really hard," but it's actually just bad, and so I would get stuck. I couldn't figure out what's going on. But I knew I loved to eat Cheetos. Hell yeah. And watch Cheetos commercials. Dude, the 90s was like full of like just video game, like everything was connected. Yeah, well look, okay. Even, In some way. So they tried to make a law going into the 80s about how like researchers figured out that children can't really determine under a certain age. Like, teenagers can, but children can't determine if it's a company trying to sell them something uh-huh. or if it's entertainment. Sure. Like they, So, when you have something like a Cheetos video game, a little kid can't say, I see what you're doing here. You're just trying to make me buy more Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't even, un- like, I was just like, hell yeah, Cheetos. Chester Cheetah, I know him. We're friends. I've been loving him. He's so nice. Oh, I love oh, Cheetos. Yeah. It's so orange. Uh, so, like, you didn't know. So, they would just put video games out because that the law never went through. It was, uh, I think it was Ronald Reagan was like, nah, just, just fucking make all this. Just deregulate the whole thing. You can just advertise to babies. I don't care. Yeah. So then, so, so like then we ended up, then we ended up with Chester <laughs> Cheetah for we, Super Nintendo. We also ended up with Cool Spy. Now, this is the other end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. This one's fucking good. Yeah. This uh, is, okay, if you don't remember Cool Spot, okay, picture a 7-Up. Now, the logo, the big old 7, it's white, yeah. and it's got, you know, it says 7-Up. And there's a red dot between the seven and the up. That dot lies dormant now. It yeah. lies in waiting mm-hmm. for a resurgence. Yeah. For the that resurgence. dot, there's a man in there. His name. He's alive. And his name is Cool Spot. Yes. And he has uh, sunglasses. He sure does. Like, like everyone, like to his his brethren, Chester, Ch- Chester Cheetah Chester also. Cheetah. Um. But yeah, cool spot for and it was it wasn't just for Super Nintendo, it was for Sega. But the Super Nintendo one's the good one. Mm-hmm. The su- um it is a legit good like side scrolling platformer. It is. Um it's definitely like if you ever see cool spot out in the wild yeah, get that one. Get, get but be careful. Out. There's a really bad one for Genesis that's a different game. Yeah, yeah. It's like an isometric kind of top-down view. And he's trying to go to Hollywood yeah, or no, something. Fuck, fuck that That's one. a very bad game. Get, get, it's yeah. Super Nintendo specifically. Cool Spot. It's just, just called Cool yeah, Spot. Cool Spot. He's on there with sunglasses. I think you can swim in Seven Up. You can you can surf on a Seven Up bottle, uh-huh. <laughs> like on a two liter bottle. I love there it. were toys. I have I have two one. different Cool Spot I have toys. One. I've got one because of you because yeah. you've had so many. The bendable Cool to Spot. To the point figure. where I think Andy has one too. Yeah. Um, I love Cool Spot. Yeah, Cool, cool Spot. Spot 
was the mascot of my seventh grade class at Helfrick Park Middle School. Each grade had a mascot. It's the sixth grade something, I don't remember. The seventh grade spots, and it was cool spot, and the eighth grade gators. Gators? Yeah. So, cool spot at one, my, my education is thanks to Cool Spot. Thank you. He cool saved spot. my life. I appreciate. Him. I can credit him with that. Um, but I, I don't drink Seven Up anymore. You know, I did as a kid. I would dip popcorn. Yeah, in I would. I would. Eat I was more partial because of <laughs> because be, of Cool Spot. Cool Spot got fuck me. Sprite. Where's Cool Spot? Yeah, where's where's Seven Up? <laughs> Do you remember? Okay, so there's real quick. There's a, there was a Seven Up um, campaign. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. It was like. The early to mid aughts. Yeah, it was after Cool Spot. Yeah, cool Spot way, already went into his yeah. hibernation. Make seven up yours. Right. Remember that? Yeah, the implication was like, okay, at, at surface level, uh, make seven up yours. Make it your sure. choice yeah. in, in Sodi Pop. But the, the double entendre was to... I guess. Am I insane? Was was the implication that you would make Seven Up, you would put it up your butt. You would put it. Yes. <laughs> that was that was what I got from it, and so I was like, man, I do not want to drink Seven. <laughs> it goes in your butt. Cool spot. Why haven't you <laughs> me? He, when Cool Spot, turned, like, went back into his slumber, and the, he just became a regular spot. The sunglasses are gone. The sneakers are gone. Uh-huh. Uh, they just went to hell. <laughs> Said, seven, fuck it. Just put seven up. Just shove it up your ass. Seven up is never the same <laughs> since. Um, the uncola. So now we're kind of getting to the uh, the wrap up. We're wrapping up. So time time to go to bed. It, it kind of <laughs> is. It, it's, it's, it's one o'clock in the morning. And this is a, long, a very long episode. But... Uh, so, uh, real quick, Joseph, uh, Super Nintendo Entertainment System, uh, just give me a final word or final statement on it about your feelings for the, the overall Super Nintendo experience. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I already, I already yeah. talked about it for that's, like two hours. I know. That's, <laughs> hell yeah. That's okay. So, uh, real quick, Joseph, what are you playing? Uh, playing Cave Story Plus on uh, Switch. I'm still playing that Magikarp Jump. I'm 81 Magikarps in. Jesus. Uh, slowed down a little bit, but uh-huh. uh, when I walk the dogs or whatever, it's a game you can play by just kind of tapping it absent mindedly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Magic Card. Um, <clears throat> we over the weekend uh, we play a little bit more Arms. Yes, uh, and I got my ass kicked. Yeah, I'm again. I'm kind of bad at Arms. I, I'm okay with Twin Tell. I am learning, but other people are learning faster than me. Um, and I'm not as motivated to play Arms when I'm just hanging out by myself. Yeah, it seems like a game that's like it's better suited to play with people. Yeah, and online, and a lot of people are really into these like competitive multiplayer games with no story that you just play online. Yeah, I honestly, it's a really good game. It's a quality game. It's a really cool, unique new concept. Really cool, unique new characters. 
I really do wish that there was more to the single player story mode. Yeah. Like old fighting games where you would play it and like unlock like a scene that like gives you the ending for the different characters. That would always motivate me to beat the game with each character. Yeah. You um, get a little of that in arms, but not as much as I would like. I I mean, maybe they'll have some more like like DLC and maybe like they'll maybe yeah. beef it up or down the road. I mean we'll see. Um, well, I beat Shantae, yeah, half genie hero. I got ninety nine percent completion. I don't know. I don't know what I miss. Um, that game uh, is just awesome. I can't recommend it enough. Uh-huh. Uh, especially if you have a Switch, <clears throat> you got to get that game. Um, I know they're coming out with like an upgrade or something where you can yep. play as Risky Boots, yeah. like the villain. That'll be cool. I'll probably play a whole damn game over again. Sure, it's really good. Um, cool, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm playing. Cave Story is what... I would say Cave Story is my primary game yeah. that I'm playing right now. Uh, for me, it's, it's still Fallout 3. And okay. a little bit of, of New Leaf. That's about it. That, that's kind of... I've been thinking about playing uh, uh, Paper Jam, because I never beat it. Mm. I think I would just want to start it over and just like try again. Uh, but other than that, it's mainly just Fallout 3. Animal Crossing. Uh, but that's it. Uh, we are on social media. Uh, we have a Twitter. It's uh, new. It's at New Nintendo Cast. Uh, we have a Gmail. It's uh, New Nintendo Cast XL at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. It's uh, right now. It's still in PXL. Uh, is Mark Zuckerberg still? <laughs> won't give me the name so uh, and we have an Instagram what's that Joseph the Instagram is just the full name of the podcast new Nintendo podcast XL on Instagram yeah. um, and you know thanks again for listening uh, please like leave a like comment subscribe leave a review <laughs> uh, we really appreciate it um, uh, thank you to everybody who's been listening and supporting us uh and that's going to do it for us for this week of New Nintendo Podcast. Bye. Thanks again for listening, and make 7-Up yours. <laughs> <laughs>